You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 3, Episode 3. As strongly as a fully trained wizard can, that uh, um, she, she, she knows when something is magical, she can feel that energy. No way to harness it at all. She is not a practitioner in any way. Um, she can't cast spells, but um, as, a, as a curio shop owner, um, it makes it so that she actually knows when she's got stuff that's got real power, uh, as opposed to just a little crap. So, her high concept aspect is a hermetic shopkeep with a refined magical palette. Um, her trouble is that knowledge is power people want. As she, uh, she learns a lot of things being her shopkeep, and that, uh, over the years she has, uh, discovered can get her into a lot of trouble with, uh, sometimes powerful people that either don't want her to have the knowledge or want the knowledge that she has, uh, or other various such things. Her background is that she grew up in a group home, uh, as a bully ringleader. She was afraid of the sixth sense that she uh, that she knew that she had from a young age, and she distracted herself by highlighting oddities in others, deflecting uh, or projecting her own uh, her own weirdness uh, onto others, and uh, and basically bullying to get through it. Um, and so her phase aspect from that, Kevin, Sorry, being extremely distracting. So if you want something, let's just speak up, and then let's. There's some in the cooler. You outside. want a beer? We'll get. We'll, I'm trying to not get up from the table. Gotcha. Um, her phase aspect is, I have matured with my powers. Um, she has learned a lot from those bullying years and has put that behind her. Um, her rising conflict, what shaped her is, she took an item that she knew was dark into her shop. Um, when people came asking, she ended up in the hospital. From that point on, she doesn't mess around. I feel like I forgot to write the rest of that sentence. Doesn't mess around. Uh, doesn't mess around. She doesn't mess around with, uh, um, uh, uh, Slim. Sorry. Well, I can't remember what the end of that sentence is, but the phase aspect is by referral only. Uh, after that point on her shop, uh, she got much more serious about who she, um, who she deals with in her shop, uh, when it comes to actual practitioners. It's also a curio shop for tourists and definitely pays the bills from that, uh, <laughs> on its own. She's the walk-ins. But, uh, walk-ins. but yeah, basically she doesn't serve walk-ins. Mm. Uh, it's uh, by referral only. You gotta know someone. She's gotta trust you. You gotta earn her trust before she'll uh, let you in, in the, into the real uh, real section of the shop. Before she'll deal with you. Um, it's gotten her into trouble before, and it's not because she's just afraid of getting hurt. It's that, as her trouble aspect uh, implies, she has she has become much more knowledgeable about how dangerous this um, okay. the world is. She originally thought that maybe it was just people like her that had these small effects, and basically that experience taught her that uh, that there are heavy weight like. There are heavyweight league practitioners out there and stuff that she didn't realize that the world was that, that the, the supernatural world was that dangerous and that developed. So now she has to be much more careful. Um, and her first adventure, um, her first adventure is the gavel of corruption. When police come knocking with a search warrant, 
Cassie rallies her supporters to fight the injustice. But will Cassie succeed when the corruption goes all the way to the top? Actually changed supporter to her community. Cassie rallies her community to fight the injustice. Uh. Um, and her phase uh, uh, her aspect is those with means must stand up for those without. Um, so she basically took this fight to the courts and uh, and rallied everyone to basically uh, to, to, to stop this injustice, not just for her, but for all of the little guys that wouldn't be able to, uh, to do this. Um, and that story is guest starring mm, Clay Gallows and mm, Johnny Sausalito. So that is, um, and she's going to be guest starring in Beggar's Feast and In Cold Blood. We'll Sorry, you said the gavel of corruption is guest starring Clay? And, oh yeah, I thought it was guest starring the rabbi. Uh, I have it as m me and Clay are guest starring in Cassie's story, The Gavel oh. of Corruption. What did I say? You, you said pointed Giant Sausalito and Clay. And Clay. I read oh, Beggar's I Feast. Uh, I, I read Beggar's okay. Feast, sorry. Clay and the rabbi. I was wrong. Uh, yeah, it's Cook and Johnny. No, god damn it. Clay, I'm Clay. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's because Cook and Clay will start with C and I keep transposing the rows. Clay Gallows and the Rabbi are guest starring in the Gavel of Corruption. Hooray. Okay, I'll change my name to Shaq. Will that help you? Shaq. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, let's go around the table, either direction, or whoever wants to. The Rabbi. It's a barrel-chested, friendly guy. Have any words of wisdom? He's gonna throw some proverbs lines at you guys now and then. He is actually he's such a such a good like, uh, uh wise man persuasive with his words that he will say things that sound religious and sound profound and they'll have great effect even if they're not really related to the situation and uh and he uses that to his advantage um and uh his temple is a true believer he's a two-fisted jewish exorcist his trouble being i see the good in all people his background mm. so lost his faith realized life is easier without belief chose the hard way the aspect being you have to fight for faith, related to his conviction. His rising conflict, what shaped him was visiting the elderly is all fun and games until someone gets possessed. It's my way or the Yahweh. The aspect being miraculous power in a time of need. He was visiting, he was helping people out, and, uh, and that was when he discovered that he has access to supernatural power through his faith. His first adventure was about when a blood moon raises the dead in droves. The rabbi doesn't hesitate to answer the call, but will the rabbi succeed when hipster wizards try to control powers beyond their control? Really need to change double use of control. Um, control. Contain powers beyond their control. Still don't like it. I'm gonna fix that later. The title is "It's Great to Be Alive in Coma." Love coma so much. It is guest starring Luzon, Field Trip, and Jensen. We really should visit coma. The mm -hmm. aspect, I mean, it's not a lot to see. Actually, no, I already looked into no, the museum take, there. Take that back. Yeah. We gotta go eat there. Like, well, casinos it, there. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I actually, yeah, I'll get behind that immediately. Uh, we got three day weekend coming up. Weekend? week. The aspect is specifically related to the hipster wizards. I'm gonna focus on maybe the rabbi doesn't, specifically doesn't like the hipster wizards or specifically wants to convince the hipster wizards to abandon their ways. The aspect being, thaumaturgy is a gateway drug. Oh, it's so cool. much fun to hear your aspects you came up with on other people's sheets. I'm looking forward to uh, these two. Thank you. Luzong. Uh, Luzong has been called by some as a spiritual mute. Um, Was he actually mute? 
a spiritual mute. He speaks when spoken, spoken to and okay. exhibits, in general, impeccable discipline. Um, his high concept aspect is the only ghost whisperer in Chinatown. It is a familial trait, uh, according to his grandparents. His parents had it as well. Did it lead to his parents' death at an early age? He is not sure. His trouble aspect is that he is bound by a sacred ancestral pact that has been passed down from his great-grandparents who invoked this pact with their ancestors to save his family from certain demise during the 1916 earthquake of San Francisco. He works tirelessly helping his grandparents as well as donating his services to Chinatown, being a ghost whisperer, speaking with ancestors, and solving mysteries. Usually murder mysteries. His phase aspect is always on the job. It's kind of like a book series. Yeah. So from an early age, um, he was raised by his grandparents. His parents died due to unforeseen circumstances, which he has yet to solve the biggest mystery of his life, perhaps. Um, and they always taught the importance of family and community. He always knew that he had a special power. Uh, when he was younger, he accidentally revealed to a classmate the untimely, the reason for the untimely death of that classmate's parent, which caused him to get ejected from the school. And his grandparents homeschooled him for the rest of his life. Oh, I didn't remember that it was the homeschool part. Yeah. yeah. No wonder he's weird, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> he always feels like he should be more inclusive. He always feels like he's sort of been stepped on by authority. Um, his phase aspect from his rising conflict is between fight or flight. If you fly, you die. His first adventure is in cold blood. Uh, when a local shopkeep is murdered in his home, the deceased family secretly hires Lou to investigate. When he speaks to the recently deceased spirit, he learns that the shopkeep's mistress was a possessed vampire succubus the entire time. Of course. Will the demonic harlot prove too dangerous for Lou when she tries to seduce him? Phase aspect there is Dead Men Tell Tall Tales. Right. Luzong's book series is a romance slash adventure <laughs> series. <laughs> Appealing to both men and women, it's called the it can be read files. as a couple. I think it's actually an erotic slash mystery series. <laughs> well, that's what romance book that's about. Let's just say there's things you can do with romance. <laughs> well, come on. <laughs> well, there's romance novels and then there's erotica. <laughs> well, those, those romance audiobooks I've yeah, been listening to since the commute. They're synonymous so that you can buy erotica yeah, without true. having oh, to admit that it's erotica. In, in Cold Blood really stars the rabbi and I mean, there's. Oh, uh, yes. Cassie well, and who and the rabbi? Yeah. Rabbi. Well, just like how oh, yeah. uh, a lot of fantasy is synonymous with very bad erotica. Does the rabbi have an erotic scene too? Nice. Shalom. <laughs> Good. Shalom. Cassie was the succubus all along. Oh, snap. Killing, read your stuff. Yeah, I'm looking for something. Um, loud and proud. Uh, what? Proud and loud. What are you doing fine? I don't know. Um, you have self-confidence and you don't have to confuse for drawing control. I know, I'm not a third grader. You're all third graders. Well. Prove it! I'm gonna... Well, I, I punch uh, uh, a little harder than a third grader, I guess. Shut up, Dad! I've seen Dad, some big third graders. I don't know. Yeah. Have you? No. Not really. No. No, you haven't. All right. Clay Gallows yeah. is a focus practitioner. Shut up! <laughs> this is my time or is it not my time? <laughs> I don't know. Is this... We'll find uh, out. All right, let Kellen go, guys. Okay. Clay Gallows is a focus practitioner. He's a um, specifically Earth-related magic. Uh, this is a more, more recent uh, San Francisco native than Lou, who has a family, you know, generations, generations. Oh, you moved here? 
Um, well, I mean, his parents moved here. Oh, he's, oh, he's oh, like first generation San Francisco. Gotcha, but he's then, lived in San Francisco his whole life. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. He doesn't have that whole like family history thing. Um, he's got a small family, like I said, it's, uh, you know, they're not home a lot, so he's really used to taking care of himself, uh, which is his phase aspect, ironically. I can take care of myself. Um, he, he likes, he likes San Francisco the way it is. He likes his, his sustainably sourced coffee and his, you know, things like that. He's, he's regularly okay. shopping at Whole Foods. He's, he's that kind of guy. He's all in. He's all in. He likes half soy milk, half, half, half coconut milk. He's got he hipster his lattes, you, know. you know, he could have been if he was a little bit younger. Only good the, the hipster <laughs> genre kind of came into popularity a little after. He's like, a little too old to be a hipster. So is he like a grunge wizard then? A little grunge wizard, yeah. Grunge wizard. Oh, totally. Well, you know, if you look at him and Just you're like, okay, well, how, like two words to describe him, I'd, I'd go with like urban Jesus. Hmm. He's got kind of that like, you know, he's not clean enough to be like your youth counselor with the cool guitar. He's not quite dirty enough to be like the hippie or the hobo, no offense. You might see him at a music festival, though. Might see him at, yeah, exactly. So, you know, he, and, and, you know, with the no shoes thing, you're like, is that like a free earther kind of thing? Where are you doing there, buddy? Oh, because he doesn't wear shoes, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can step in wino shit. I know, man. He, oh, yeah. Does he and, go to a lot of restaurants? I would think that when he steps in he wino shit, shoes. he doesn't even hesitate. He, he, possess, he possesses. He possesses. He happens. Cooks shit, because he poos a lot when I don't think he will. And so he does have shoes on him, uh, so he doesn't like completely go barefoot. But yeah, when he needs it, he's not an idiot. He's not not dumb. Uh, what do you mean I can't wear shoes? But they're like Toms, right? You know, they're like. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're, 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 they're barely shoes. Like, Excuse they're me, sir. You need shoes, yo. And he goes. When you say when you say when you say you're not a hipster wizard, is that a lie? <laughs> 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 Clay, will I mean, never, Clay will never admit to it. No, because the hipster wizards are a clearly defined group, and he's too cool to be part of that group. He was a hipster wizard before there were hipster wizards. Come on. Yeah. You should have that right in front of you. I like it, the gauged ears. I kept those from Alice. I like that. Listen, he doesn't shave for very... Understandable reasons. No, wait, I don't it, have, it's too difficult. I don't have life Is he like he doesn't believe in using soap? You just you just run no, some no, no, water. No, on no, him. no. He uses soap just fine, but it's like naturally created, uh, very simple soap. Mm -hmm. You know, and then that does stuff. Deodorant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he uses soap, but not deodorant. Soap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not a farmer. Trouble smelling. Smelly. Yeah, right, right up there. Yep. No. <laughs> At least I'm smelly because I'm homeless. So you go undercover in a fancy <laughs> restaurant. Uh, compelled. Uh, <laughs> Trouble <laughs> onions. B -O. Question mark. <laughs> you want to read your first adventure? Or um. Thank you, Kevin. Uh. <laughs> the first adventure. Let's see. Or the rising conflict. Um, his first adventure was working at a, uh, at the Botanical Gardens. He saved a kid from, uh, being crushed by a tree. He convinced the other trees to catch the tree. So they all went, caught the tree. So, that was his first, uh, jaunt into Magic Town. 
Uh, first story with other people is uh, when all the plants in, or when strange plants in Golden Gate Park start eating people, Clay goes to investigate, naturally. But can he prevent further deaths when the Fae claim that the plants are their beloved pets? The aspect he got from that was not on my turf. Who's in that adventure? Uh, Johnny and Jensen. Yes. I can definitely see that Jensen's coming in and yeah. accusing you of being the guilty party and then maybe helping after that's been clear. So not his fault. So not his fault. Lance reading people. He looks like a dirty heavy wizard. <laughs> Come on, Uncle. <laughs> what do you mean? Nothing You're not wearing shoes! There's nothing cleaner than nature, man. Oh, God. Mm. Alright, uh, Cook is a werewolf so ex-convict making right. Uh, his trouble is when I'm a wolf, I'm a wolf. And I wrote this on my background, so I have to present it as such. Hmm? My name is Cook, and I'm a werewolf. Hello, Cook. <laughs> Hello, Hi, Cook. Cook. Thank you, thank you. Uh, school didn't do much for me, so I dropped out and spent my young days raising hell with the Mission Street Wolves, the local gang. Oh, my 18th birthday, gang and I sold our souls, the neighborhood uh, palm reading witch, La Bruja Luna. Uh, you, you know, you know her, you know her. Uh, she gave us the power of the beasts of the night. Uh, we did bad things. I, I did bad things. The aspect he gets from that is sold my soul for a life of crime. I get caught in San Quentin for, uh, one of my lesser crimes. Got a shorter stint than I deserved. Uh... There I met the Birdman, my, my sponsor. A shorter stint than you deserved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who looked into my eyes and uh, recognized my power. Uh, he uh, gave me a vision of the fate of my soul. I mean, which of us hasn't had that? Uh, taught me about balance. I uh, owe an act of good for every bad deed I've ever done. Otherwise, I'm uh, damned to hell. And his aspect is, I gotta do right or I'm damned to hell. And here's his first adventure, Baker's Beast, on his first Christmas out from prison. Cook just wants a hot meal at the Mission Street Soup Kitchen. Though the menu advertises baked ham, Cook's werewolf senses recognize the smell of human flesh. Tonight, the vampires are volunteering to serve the poor to the poor. With his stomach growling and his hackles raised, Cook sets out to bite the hand that feeds. And his face aspect is, even losers deserve to live. That one. All your, uh, all your clever wordplay, like when you said it first last week, it got a lot of reactions this time. Since we all knew it was coming, it was just like, it was like we were bracing for it. Like, oh, here it comes. Oh, there it was. All right. I think he's a defender of the, defender of the week. Mm-hmm. But... Not just the the losers. The losers. And did you say who's guest starring? Oh, guest starring Jensen and Clay. Mm, I think you might be wrong. Nope, that Predator of the Presidio. (laughs) I pulled a Greg there, am I right? Guest starring. Oh, that's disparaging. Jay Sauce and Cassie. Cassie! Cassie is in Beggar's Feast. Beggar's Feast? All right. Sam. Um, all right, so we have Jensen Tanner, the nephew of Jensen Padalecki. Uh, it's his uncle on his mother's side. But I just noticed that they're both named Jensen, but that's the first name. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they have the first name in common, but not the last name. Correct. Which makes sense that you don't have the last name because of the mother, but... Right. Yeah. Presumably he was named after his uncle. Yeah. 
He's quite a bit older than crazy Or maybe monster. they were both named after the same person. Both named after a great grandfather. It's possible it could be a family name. Supposedly in the history, like maybe it's an his his like great grandfather was part of some super cool monster hunting organization, but yeah. Maybe it was a yeah, founder. Future Called solo. <laughs> oh, but they're not. They're not part of that now. Not currently. No. Oh man, that'd be fun to go back. So if it if it still exists, it's oh. unknown to Jensen. Correct. Or maybe it's been corrupted. Either it's been corrupted or it's still around, but it's it's only a membership that you have to be invited. Specifically, or something happened to it. The Venatorium broke. Oh, that's what I was thinking. It's your American name. Yeah, that's in the lore and all that stuff. Oh. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. It's an hour world. Yeah. Background adventure. Anyway, guys, guys, guys. Um, family from Santa Rosa. They come from working class sort of level. They maybe working construction. They're a monster hunting family. Um, he's got one brother, two sisters. Uh, he went to high school, spent a year, you know, getting better at the family trade. Is currently attending the San Francisco University. I think is what I said. Um, he's on the college rifle team, and he wants to be a librarian eventually. Um, the phase, back to, phase aspect is monster hunting is the family trade. Um, rising conflict, um, his uncle Jensen was hunting some sort of a thing in Golden Gate Park. Maybe it was the Iris, who knows. Um, called him in for backup, and that was kind of his first mission being in the city and having to sort of do stuff there and balance his... Uh, school life with his sort of family life, monster hunting stuff. Um, and so his resolution was to, what man is a man who does not make the world better? That was his face aspect. And then the story, um, Predator of the Presidio, when mangled bodies turn up in the Presidio, Jensen and Jensen go on the hunt, but will they succeed when an old power, which we decided was a Native American blood monster of some kind, which sounded amazing, um, poses a threat that they have never faced before. And the uh, phase aspect is there's a book about that. Did you, if you want it to be a specific creature that is Native American... He came up with a really cool section. So it's, it's from Ohlone mythology. And Ohlone were the people who literally lived in the Presidio area. Hmm. Oh, well that could be pretty cool. Yeah. There is a Native American... I thought there was some kind of a Native American blood thing in the Paradise. Yeah, Files. anyone that knows Dresden Files, what's the name of that Native American... Uh, Creature, yeah. and I'll look it up. It's just it's like, yeah, it Put it in chat. Maybe it'll be the same thing you're talking about. Yeah, we can figure cool. it out. Uh, just, I, this year, I literally heard an Ohlone myth from an Ohlone person about a blood monster, and the Ohlone lived Sounds in Presidio. Sounds like a bunch of Ohlone. So. Oh, Tying it into the like San Francisco native Indian yeah, tribes would be cool. pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, guest starring Clay and Cook, father of mosquitoes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I could see maybe whipping up some sort of mud to keep the mosquitoes at bay or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Joke here about and you just getting eaten by mosquitoes <laughs> on your nose. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Eats mosquitoes. It's no, thank you. I can That's tap it. <laughs> Wait, Verissa Militude is actually in the index of this book. Is it just a ton there's of all, different pages? There's all the so. most useless stuff in that index, and none no, of the Verissa Militude is a very common role-playing. Term it has to do with the believability tied to mechanics or something like that. Hmm. I can't remember exactly what it's called. I'll look it up. Oh, am I Tell me your story. Jesus. Tell me your Johnny story. Johnny Sausalito. Is his actual <laughs> last name Sausalito? Oh, no. Okay. Is it really? Santos. It's a, it's it's, a nickname? It's, uh, his, it's Johnny Santos. Yeah, it's his nickname, is Sausalito. He goes by text. Johnny Sausalito. His actual, yeah, his real name, last name is Santos. 
He grew up kind of in the southern part of San Francisco, uh, kind of on the streets. He was part of a street gang that sold drugs and got into gang fights, uh, claimed territory. He was really violent, so he learned a lot about fighting when he was a kid. And so, like, he was in this gang for quite a while, uh, until, like, his late teens, he, uh, his, the leader of the gang, whose name was Coco Max, died of a drug overdose, and so they, uh, the other members of the gang, to ensure that they had power under the leadership of a, the second-in-command, uh, whose name was uh, Pixie Nick, they uh, tried to kill uh, Johnny Sausalito so that he couldn't, you know, somehow take control of the gang. Um, he almost died, but then the, a mysterious man, an old man in black, showed up and saved his life and helped him kill the rest of the, his gang, the guys who betrayed him. And But at the cost of the old man's life, and the old man left him a book. Uh, the book is a, science fiction, a compilation of science fiction short stories that uh, kind of are centered around this family and how they all go crazy and has to, there's a lot of weird cosmic horror elements to it so he that's his background uh, let's see yeah for his background aspect I have grew up fighting and for his rising conflict I have the phase aspect is called a hunter in the dark parentheses pay it forward and that's the lesson that he learns from the book is that you know you kind of have to uh, in your life when things come towards you, you have to actually give things to other people or help other people. So his uh, first adventure, I like the version that I wrote on my phone. Let's see. His first adventure, A Reason to Kill, guest starring Cook and Luzon. When Johnny Sausalito is given a mysterious book that provides him with a new sense of direction and purpose, dark forces also compel him to kill in the name of a deity beyond his understanding. Will Johnny be able to reconcile his newfound beliefs with these violent urges? So I forgot to say that his template is that he is an emissary of power and he works for a dragon whose name is Strazang and his high concept is that he is the left hand of the dragon Strazang. His trouble aspect is all... Was it? I was asking what his trouble aspect just since he said that. Oh yeah. yeah. His trouble aspect is always by the book because the dragon... And I will say as a hint... Specifically uh, that book. Yeah, the, the book that he received from the old man, that's how the dragon communicates to him. Giving him kind of all kinds of orders involving killing people or performing kind of uh, rather suspicious or illegal tasks. I have a question about that. Sure. Um, when you're reading the book, is it more like kind of obscure and you have to translate what's being told or is it more very direct like giant Sausalito, please kill this person um, in the book. I thought it's last time translate like, he's the only oh, one that yeah, actually I thought the last time it's like totally it. clear to Johnny Sausalito. Yeah. Kinda not clear to the rest not of us. Not as clear as like go and kill these people, but there's something that he kind of derives from the text that he believes is what he's supposed to do in life. Second question. We've actually, you have a lot of backstory that you explain, which is which is awesome that we all know it as players, as characters. Well, we're going to figure that out right now. How much do we know? That's a good point. Let me interrupt you there. Good point. How, wait, how much do you know? We will find out. <laughs> how much do you know? Uh, over the next two phases. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, when a... Cook exposes all Johnny Sausalito's secrets to the rest mm-hmm. of the characters. Uh, Nagloshi was the Native American creature I was what? thinking of. What's it however, <laughs> however, so it's Sounds a vague like morass a of animalistic salad. forms stuck together. Harry describes seeing parts of a cougar and a bear, but with reptilian eyes as well as claws and oversized fangs. Okay. It was covered in fur. However, the skills say... There's not much point in trying to make a Negloshi's skills conform to the pyramid rule. They're nearly plot device level creatures. If you need to make a roll for one of these, assume that they have a legendary skill level. One of the most terrifying and deadly things out there, short of gods or fairy queens. Jeez. If one of these is in town and you have a marker with a supernatural heavyweight, call it in. Uh, yeah. So probably not that in your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little too heavyweight. Uh, probably too heavyweight at this early. Something Ohlone. mechanical. The name of the blood monster in Ohlone is. I'm going to absolutely butcher this, and I apologize. <laughs> For all the Eloni people watching. Monster. <laughs> Payan hit Kanaxi. Okay. But I like also, how obscure it sounds. Also, it's translated to blood monster, because it sucked blood from people and killed them, and then it was defeated by breaking it up into a million parts for little mosquitoes and defeating those. The lesson of this mythology is... Uh, it's difficult to take on a big problem, so break it into small parts and take on the small parts. Right, and that's that's and what that's Jensen found in a book. Baby steps. Cool. That's why yeah. <laughs> not of us uh, can defeat mosquitoes really easily, and they don't cause any problems. Zika like, virus. Relevant. All right. So except for that, yeah. well, I, just, I feel like I, I keep forgetting to mention though that um, Johnny Sausalito has the power that's. If you're an emissary power, you have to have this thing called uh, you're marked by power. Mm-hmm. So it's like an uh, Aegis of respect or Aegis of respect. So every you, people know in the supernatural community know that something is up with Johnny Sausalito, that he's kind of uh, connected to something. Even yes, though it's important. You are an yeah. emissary of power. Yeah. Everyone knows that you are that you dude's know guy. Someone. Maybe not necessarily to who, but that there's yeah. yeah, something that's even though it's a normal mortal, so it looks like a stabby guy. Yeah. To people with uh, who can sense magic, like they see him and they know those connections. Yeah. You don't want to mess with this guy. So. Interesting. Yeah. As, as a quick aside, I'm noticing in chat there's a lot of tight pants and wet panties. Um. Yes. What? I am intentionally growing his facial hair. And, yeah, I noticed that as well. And yes, it looks even better in person. Is that what that? Oh, so, um, dude, I thought you fell in a pile of dirt. I, I just, I just. That's so mean. I apologize. I love you, Dan. I just, so I scraped my chin on some manure, and it down. stuck. I believe in you. I believe in you. Uh, and we're all on this journey together, and we're gonna see where it takes us. Yeah. That's kind of like a. Dan gave a very inspiring speech at work, likening the growth of his beard to that of the space program. Wait, wait, Basically saying the same determination that was applied to challenge and solve on the space program. Uh, so too does uh, Dan apply the same perseverance and uh, dedication. I, I gave a good 10-minute speech on the history of WD-40. Damn, and why it, why I believe, I should I believe you there. Might, might have been my favorite show and tell of category. I'll point out, I've been reading the books. I just finished the third one this past week. There was the dragon Faravax in that one. He That's when he party. is. Yeah. Is that the Fairy Queen one? Is that book the Fairy Queen one? Uh, the Fairy Queen does, she's constantly hounding Dresden and trying to get him or something. Oh, but it's not the stone table book. 
No, I'm. That that was, summer night is the I'm next one. I'm gonna get that one. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. But anyway, um, he shows up briefly. He's at a party and he's just a badass and amazing. Gotcha. So that was his first and last appearance in the book series, which is why I didn't remember him. Okay. Wait, the actual dragon shows up. No, no, or he's in human yeah, form. In human form. Oh, wow. So there, yeah. yeah, there is there's lore precedent in the right. novels, but very very. That's how hot it. Michael, who they mention in the books, killed another dragon. Our goal tonight was to finish character yep. in City Crazy. So um, here we go. We are going into phase four. So I'm going to give the um, I'm going to give the prompt for phase four. Um, so everyone knows what story they are guest starring in. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Was everyone uh, paying attention when the person recapped the story, so you know uh, what that story is about? Yes. Yep. Cool, because we can have anyone repeat if they want to refresh here. Okay, good. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to write in whose path have you crossed. In this phase, you're going to tie the group together by having each character contribute a minor supporting role. Supporting is italicized, so it's really, really important. I'm going to I'm going to reiterate that in the end here. In another character's first adventure. For instance, imagine the role that blah, blah, blah. Okay, this doesn't matter. Um, so uh, you're going to write the title of the story and your character's contribution down in your phase worksheet, and then you're going to um, write an aspect. Uh, I really like the prompt. I posted this in Slack, but I'll recap it here. So supporting roles come in three forms. Uh, they complicate a situation, solve a situation, or both. So complicating a situation means your character has managed to take some part of the story you're guest starring in uncertain. Uh, of course, since it happened in the past, we know that you got out of it all right, or mostly all right, as indicated by the aspect you take. When describing this, don't worry about how the situation is resolved. That's explicit. Leave that for somebody else, or leave it open. Descriptions like trying to save a girl, Michael starts a giant monster fight, or Thomas gets captured by the monster are enough to get some ideas flowing. Um, you can also solve a situation. Your character somehow solves a complication that the main character in the story has to deal with, or your character uh, aids the main character in the central conflict. When describing this, you don't have to mention how the situation was created, just how your character takes care of it. Descriptions like Murphy travels with Harry to the Never Never, watching his back, or Billy and the Alphas take on some foes to buy time for Harry are enough to give us an idea of what happens. And finally, the uh, last option is complicating and solving. Here, your character either solves one situation but creates another, or creates a situation but later solves a different one. Remember, you don't create a situation and solve that same situation. That's not one of the options. Mash up the two ideas using the word later in between them, such as Murphy comes to Harry stumped by a mysterious case. Later, she helps him fight off a beast in an apartment store. That's just if you want more involvement. So, really important that it's a supporting role. Make sure that you're not, uh, what you're adding to it is not changing the focus and the spotlight of that story to your character. You're, you're a supporting role, you did something in the story. Um, and I also like that all these examples are really pretty short explanations. It's not a whole, it's not a whole like explanation of a story and keep in mind they're always half stories. They are never the, this happened and then it was resolved in this way. It's always just like, you don't have to explain what the monster was that he helped fight off, or you don't have to explain what happened after you got captured. Um, uh, so that that's the uh, that's the idea there, and you come up with it. So I think last week our pattern worked pretty well, where we just did sort of heads down for five minutes or so, um, while people sort and of don't do both of them, just phase four right now, right? Because I think we just go around just like... just phase four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh... Because you, it's actually, it's important that you only do phase four, including the people that crossed out the phases and reversed them. So make sure you remember which one is actually your phase yeah. four. Because when you go to do phase five, someone else is going to already have added themselves to that story and you might want to play off that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you don't want to write both of these uh, in a row because it may change so depending on what the other person In phase has. four, I've been the rabbis. Is anybody else in the rabbis in phase four? No. I am in Jensen's in phase four. You'd only be Lu Zong in, in I'm using it. 
Jones. I'm in Clay's. I'm in Luzon. And I'm in Cook's. Delightful. Yeah, we at the end what of the game, Kale, what's yours? For phase four? Yeah. Gavel of Corruption. So good. Yeah, so it, it's all, we didn't, we, we ran through we that at the end right. of the session and did it Okay, correctly. yeah, I'm glad we solved that one. Because that would have been really confusing right now. All right. <laughs> okay. So, um, let's do a little heads down and uh, think it up. And remember, if you can't think of anything, don't worry about it. It's fun to brainstorm as a group. We can figure it out. Um, just give a chance to... Uh, just as inspiration to you. Write it down. These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that deviseth wicked imaginations. Feet that be swift in running to mischief. A false witness that speaketh lies, and he doth soweth discord among brethren. Uh, I should mention, if you would prefer not to come up with it on your own, you kind of want to work with the person whose story it is, to maybe, maybe you want to like bounce ideas, um, then just save it and let's brainstorm it as a group uh, together and we can do that. You don't have to come up with it on your own. You know, but if you want to, go ahead. That really spoke to me because we used to be six, and now we're an abomination. We're an abomination. I think he's going to say that as he strangles a vampire. <laughs> that would take a long time. There are six uh, things that, that the Lord hates! Dude, that's pretty terrifying. <laughs> Seven are an abomination. But I like that, that I like the first thing is a proud look. That's first on the list that includes hands that shed innocent blood. Yeah. God's the rabbi does not mess around. <laughs> I just picture Daniel Day-Lewis for some reason. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> as the rabbi. Dude, that could be your... I can picture that. Picture. Yeah, I can, of, uh, I can see oh that. Oh my god, if yeah. I think of Daniel Day-Lewis as your rabbi character, I'm going to be it's much true. more afraid of the rabbi. I'll drink your manischewitz. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come into your house at night and slit your throat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alright, I need to come up with my <laughs> beggar's feast. Alright. Um, I got mine because I worked with Sam. I'll actually put on the timer. Alexa, timer four minutes. Are we just saying you get fucked by mosquitoes? It's a disturbed Indian burial ground. Get fucked by mosquitoes. Like, was there standing We said we water? worked together. I'm like, I recall briefly saying that you got fucked by mosquitoes. I don't remember how many I'm out of here. That's right. Cook, disturbed by mosquitoes. Choose Please not the to participate in the adventure. Um, hey, Caitlin, where were you fighting in Blood Iris again? Um, well, the, the, specific, monsters, the, the specifics of what it is are pretty open. You've got some kind of plant monsters, whether or not they're stationary and can't move, or whether they're kind of like the golem homunculus type mm-hmm. monster. That's that's up for you know, whatever your imagination takes hold. Uh, the complication of that story is you can't just go into the park and start killing them because apparently these monsters belong to someone powerful. And if you screw around with the fae, like, you kill their pets, that you make an enemy of all the fae, and that's a huge problem that, like, gets even more enormous. Hmm. So figuring out how to solve that is many-fold, and not just necessarily brute-forcing it. What if I almost try to kill or you, or you do. I mean, either way. I mean, I'm, I'm up for... Well, this could be a complication, though, too. Yeah. Kind of have to piss off a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. totally. So you're, you're welcome to 
explore that. Okay. I think I have a okay one for Cassie. This is challenging. This is challenging. Can a man I take think stage four is a great time to complicate it. <laughs> what did he say? Oh, complicate the story? Yeah. Yeah, you should complicate or solve. Do whatever speaks to you. I wouldn't I wouldn't pre can if you're having trouble thinking about it, I think complicated is a great way. Yeah, I think we want to do more complications in the in the stories. Can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Because I built Cassie as a very... Answer? Yes. And he says to his friend and in, I'll the strip, tell you in the strip club. Question number one. A man has bosoms? <laughs> a man has bosoms? <laughs> you guys were born with that. Right, right? <laughs> yeah. Or a belly button, actually. <laughs> yeah, or belly button, right? Define right. born. Barcode, right? Behind your hand. An opinion. Well, no, I guess our, our stories don't, don't I really have a congealed date. For, for the way Same. you're going to interact in your stage. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to yeah, not even worry about that right now because I don't know what I'm doing for Beggar's Feast. So is this the same zombie uprising that Jensen previously aided the, the rabbi with? Yes, the difference is instead of being an unnamed necromancer, there's hipster wizards that are meddling the with powers. Okay. Greg, how do you help? Or I haven't decided yet. We're still on heads down mode. Vampires. Still on heads down mode. Stop vampires, time. red cords. I got an idea of what I'm doing. It's like a, so we're talking about So you like the idea of the rabbi shaking you out of it? It's like a, it's like a, that seems like a more like camaraderie building thing. And him just giving the, the vampire nookie. Vampire nookie? Yeah. It's too big, you said. You aspect for that. Thyself. Stop hitting thyself. <laughs> <laughs> Stop striking thyself. Stop striking thyself. Stop striking thyself. <laughs> I'm not Amish. I like it though. Oh, it's so funny. Take the Lord's loogie in vain. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Cassie becomes a vampire. Right. Well, I'm gonna need some group help for the for a good aspect. Cassie's rent is raised. Good. <laughs> we <laughs> kill her landlord for her. <laughs> Due to the cutting down of the homeless population, Cassie's rent is raised. This is what's the setting? Aspect, rent control. By uh, the mission <laughs> mission suite soup kitchen. Is it is a soup starts. kitchen. Alexa, stop. Rabbi. All right, that's our four minutes. Uh... Okay. I'm so, ready. are some people ready to want to uh, present their thing? I'm ready. Got, okay, cool. I'll need a little. I, I know what mine is, but I'll need help with the aspect. Okay. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Kaylin, you're up. Um, it's it's pretty simple. I wanted to run it by you a little bit. Reiterate, reiterate the name of the story that you're in. So, okay, it's the Gavel of Corruption. This is Ooh, Cassie's corruption. story. Okay. Um, and since you went with this whole kind of like courts and law and all that, I wanted to take it and and show the like behind the scenes of that stuff. You're going to have people trying to intimidate you and people trying to, like, go behind the back of the law and, like, cause trouble. So, my thought is that um, Clay kind of gets pulled into this thing by being in the shop when some goons come in to, like, toss her shop and to uh, intimidate her and be like, drop this stupid lawsuit or else we're going to cause trouble. So he's there and helps run the goons out. Cool. And then in, in that way gets mired into the tail. Awesome. I think uh, I think you did the setup and the resolve there. 
which you is can fine. You take as much out of that as you no, want. No, no, no. I don't, I don't write anything. You write on your sheet. It's all you. It has nothing to do on okay. my sheet. gets nothing from your contribution. Okay, okay. All, all, I wrote was, all, <laughs> all I wrote was Clay stumbles into a confrontation at Cassie's shop and sends the goons running. Wow. Perfect. Fucking amazing. Really good. Do you have, uh, do you have an aspect for it? Well, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's brainstorm it. What something, you, something like, I never turn my back on a friend. What aspects do you already have? Yeah, Why not? Great. I never turn my back on a friend. That's perfect. Done. Okay. I actually, I kind of like, good suggestion, Gary. Never turn your back What, you like what? I like, uh, yeah. Never yeah. turn one your back. One is a yeah. exclamation of my behavior. One is like, An one should never. Yeah, dropping I. So instead of, I never turn my back on a friend, it's never turn back on a friend. Wait, does Clay, is that a personal mantra? It's her, you can tell her. Clay expects of others. Um. Is it standard? He's like, never leave man behind, I never leave man So it'd probably be I. Yeah. He, he, Though others may choose to do other. Yeah, I mean, you can still express others. it as a philosophy that you would prefer everyone to follow, but not be, but be accepting of anyone that chooses not to. Exactly. He's I'm super inclusive. It makes you a more mature person than most humans, super, but it is possible. He likes to be a more evolved citizen of Earth. Yes. Love it. Unlike some raging assholes, I never turn my back on others. <laughs> also, I'm super passive aggressive, apparently. <laughs> Unlike some bitches out there. Oh, wow. Jeez. Uh, I'll go here. Uh, we can go around the table <laughs> counterclockwise. All right, let's do it. Uh, Cook is guest starring in Predator of the Presidio, Jensen's story. Uncle Jensen, crazy Uncle Jensen, introduces his nephew to his old pal Cook. Remember, they took down the uh, vampires of Knob Hill before. Yeah. The wayward werewolf uses his supernatural sniffer to track the blood monster to a recently disturbed Ohlone burial ground. Amazing. Where the battle begins. It's a lot of detail. I like I like just including that middle part, but just a suggestion based on what the book said, where you're, you're like driving it all the way to like the final confrontation of the book, using the sniffer to like track it down. That's perfect. Yeah. But anyway, what uh, do you have an aspect from it? I've got a nose for supernatural trouble. Like is every camera when you said it <laughs> to really drive home the self-awareness? Kevin's really hamming it up. <laughs> it, it fits it so. Okay. All right, we're gonna force you to go back and have uh, unaware wolf <laughs> as your trouble. <laughs> Please. I'm gonna bring that into the phase five. Awesome. Um, cool. That's awesome. Uh, that's everything. Jensen. Just uh, if it is, while providing Overwatch support in the big fight, uh, Jensen's position gets overrun. Uh, and whose story was this? Rabbis. With the zombies. Can you read that one more time? Say that one more time? Yeah, yeah. Say it. So, uh, while providing Overwatch support in the big battle, Jensen's position gets overrun. Ooh, to complicate the liability. Phase aspect, I owe the rabbi my life. I like it. Ooh. The the complications are harder to come up with. So I like it. you're the first complication so far. Fine. Awesome. Oh, I, oh the rabbi my life is excellent. An aspect that's directly a relationship aspect. Yeah. They have a lot of those in the book for examples. Yeah, they do. They do. I like where we're bringing them in. I that'll inspire me for phase five. Johnny Sausalito. So I have uh, in Blood Iris. Johnny Sausalito risks pissing off a powerful fae by attempting to kill one of their favorite plant columns. Mm. Nice. Um, I'm trying to think of a phase aspect for this, though. Can I make a recommendation? Well, you're taking a risk, so it could be that. You could related. drop risk. Risk, drop risk. What? Johnny Sausalito pisses off. 
powerful fae. It's true. Could be an interesting yeah. way to complicate that yeah. more. And then your then your your aspect could be the fae hate my guts. <laughs> How do I invoke? I don't know. Against the fae. Uh, <laughs> fae shows up. I don't want what about to something focus? like I <laughs> something like I owe my allegiance only to the dragon or something like that. So like other supernatural creatures are just other targets. No man can serve two masters. Mm. Oh wow. That'd be a cool one. I like that. That is pretty cool. Well, that's biblical. What about so I, I hate plants? Yeah. I hate plants is also pretty cool. What aspect of your contribution there do you <laughs> really speaks to your character? You um I mean I do kind of like the idea of the, the discretion of like, holy shit, I should you know. I mean well Like has he do you do you like the idea that he, he learned from this? Or do you like the idea that this is showing a pattern of behavior that he still engages in? That might be a good starting point. Because oftentimes when you complicate something, you can go both ways. You can be like, I won't do that again. Or you can do, I yeah. do that all the time. It's like the Alice thing yeah, of like, is this her style? Or... Was this your one time trying drugs? Or are you now a drug addict? <laughs> well, let me ask this question to you, like just for kind of as a uh, thought. Uh, Experiment. Experiment. Uh, so like what you said about no man can serve two masters. Where does that fit into you? I actually wasn't listening to the previous things, so I'm sorry. No, because that kind of intrigues me, but I think like the idea of like also thinking about the choices, what that entails. What do you guys think that would... Uh... I kind of like it. I mean, I don't know if this is answering your question, but like you kind of have a like my god is the one true god vibe going on because you're following a book, you're following everything this guy says, and everything else is fairly inconsequential as far mm -hmm. as like what's important to you. When the police tell you to do something, when another important yeah, it, it actually it empowers you, you in a lot of ways and it pulls you back in a lot of ways because it's like it makes you so hyper focused on this. This is the important stuff. What yeah, your book to establish says. your top priority mm -hmm. and like okay, so the Fey, they're a big deal. They're dangerous, but to you, they're just someone who doesn't follow your like your that. system, hmm. so you can do whatever you want. Also remember you know, that if it's, not, like, if it's like not speaking to you, and foolishness yeah. kind what of other like, aspects do you like, have? If right you now? like that vibe, but not that phrase, you can also do something about like you already owe a debt, like you already, yeah, like like something about like I'm I'm taken, like that's a weird. Thing. <laughs> I'm taken, <laughs> seats well, taken. Always, as a refresher, let's see. I do have as my trouble aspect always by the book. I uh, grew up fighting, and my uh, phase two phase, as uh, phase aspect is paid forward, which kind of like hits on that like kind of like. You do Did he kill the good Samaritans with a knife? He does kill with a knife. So it could be killers. a stab is a stab is a stab. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that like he's killing supernatural creatures. <laughs> But with a knife. Really did stand that. Yeah, if it, it could be his dies. style, something like that. It bleeds, it bleeds. Like so, sometimes a knife is That's enough. True, yeah. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I think a good starting point is like what 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 do you want the long term takeaway to be from there this is, from this event? I do yeah, think start that, and go backwards like that. Um, there is something in the long term that appeals to me about the no man can serve two gods thing. Remember though that these aspects will change. I mean, at your first minor milestone, you can change it. So these don't yeah, have yeah. to be. Yeah. So if he likes that, then that's good. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like you're driving away from exactly. it. Exactly. I'll, I'll uh, put that down. And they can always be refined. Can serve they can always two be masters. changed, especially as we go through adventures. They can change that aspect. Okay. No man. No man. It'd be fun, especially if you start with that, and that changes over time to be something like tempted to other faith or or things like that. 
Depending on how adventures go. I think it's like, I feel like I'm kind of maybe uh, interpreting it with something that's like kind of knowledge that. Well, never mind. Let's just move on. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, we can always come no back. Can serve um, so, Cassie guest stars in Beggar's Feast. Um, so I didn't finish writing it, but Cassie, uh, Cassie goes undercover in the soup kitchen using her gift to ferret out, uh, 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 to, to ferret out... Who's the vamp and who's not? Yeah. Oh. Uh, to ferret out... The guilty from the innocent. Does she earn the ire of the vamps? To filter, to, uh, to ferret out the guilty. So again, she's she can detect that sort of that presence. So she shakes the hand of. It actually goes. She she's actually got a benefit face. because if a if a wizard shakes the hand of another practitioner, um, they know that person's got power without without a doubt. Can't really hide it. Maybe a very practiced practitioner would have a way of hiding it, but ordinarily, no. You know that someone's got that gift. But Cassie doesn't have that gift to detect. She doesn't mm. have anything, mm. but she can sense it in others. So I like the idea that this gives her this gives her a sort of unique asset that she's able to shake the hands of a wizard, know that that person's a wizard, but hasn't given away the other way around that she knows. Hmm. Um, but anyway, that's not the the part that I want to pull the aspect from. But um, uh, what do you want the takeaway to be? Yeah. So she goes into cover using her gift to ferret out the guilty. And and my my vision for this, what I was inspired by, was uh, Bubs in the wire yeah, where he goes and he puts hamster. the he puts the hats yeah. he puts the hats on the on the drug dealers uh, to work with the work with the police to identify who is who and so i like that same sort of thing where she goes in and she's just shaking hands and talking but you know she's doing something to indicate to uh, indicate to to cook, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like wiping a little thing, it just sort of indicates, yeah, and then he, uh, and then he knows and, and provides so, that sort of recon. He was trying to figure out what smell. Cassie does in the yes. field. I came up with a bunch of ideas for the way she could have assisted, the way she could have assisted in uh, from her shop, like, oh, it gave you an item for something. I don't want her to be an item broker. Yeah. Um, I don't like that narratively or mechanically. That she's just she's like someone that gives you the yeah. right item for the thing because you so can do it's that almost with every like story. She doesn't have Cute. direct conflict conflict stuff, but it's but she's there she's as, a, good as a as a non combatant. Yeah, she's a she she would have yeah. good diplomacy and bluff and all of that. She's like she's a Blade. she's a good shopkeep, so she she silver can deal, tongue. she can rapport, silver tongue, all of that. And so, how would you do that in like a soup kitchen thing? I was I like, like okay, that. she'll do that. So, so the takeaway is that I want it to be. She has like she got hermetic in her high concept. Um, she's got by referral only, which is about her shop. Uh, she's got, you know, those with means must stand up for those without. So I want to indicate that she does, she does go out into the field. She does use this ability, but I, I'm not sure what, what that is. Like, she sort goes of like, cover. I don't know. Like the, I, I'm thinking like the, what is it? The payday thing. Like, I think it was Dan's story. Like, are we going in loud? Or are we going in soft? Um, Something of that. Yeah. She's, she's very much, she's, she's very there. skilled at the going in soft approach. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, no, no it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like she's like my gift inspires me, courage. My gift is covert me. ops, or it sounds more like she's trying to like avoid attention. But yeah, I mean, specializes in. Is, is this is bringing her out of the shop, or easy to miss, or something like that. Oh uh, yeah, that that approach could be good. It's the indicating that could indicating just, her covert ops skill could just be right. useful. You know, useful in the field. I mean. 
I could also go a little bit more towards that idea of that she can detect without being detected, that it really put, uh, I, I could drive it home with something like, uh, you know, blends in, blends in with the crowd. Actually, I like that a lot. Yeah. Blends I think in with the crowd. Because it can be brought in in multiple ways, magical and non-magical. No one would ever suspect blends in, I like blends in with a cr crowd. I'm just not loving the uh, wording. No one, no one looks, no one looks twice at a at a shopkeep. No one looks twice <laughs> at a shopkeep. It's pretty great. <laughs> but, but you wouldn't know she's a shopkeep. She's in the field, yeah. so, you know, like, um, no one looks twice at <laughs> a little lady. Uh, an LOL. Or no one would ever suspect me. I yeah, like no that. one suspects me. Underestimated. So Underestimated could Something just be a. No one looks twice at a wasp. Always I underestimated. Look twice at a wasp. No, no one. I squash them. No one looks twice at an uh, at a middle-aged woman in San Francisco. I go. like that. Aww. Tiny middle-aged woman in San Francisco. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. It's a little wordy, but I like it. It's just that like she's middle-aged, average-looking, San Francisco. Oh, she just walks, generate. just yeah. just walks down the street, and no one notices. I like yeah, that. I like it. Okay, Nolan cool. Twice at her dating profile. Is that oh. complete oh. phase four? Or we still got I still two, two more, actually. Oh, yeah, two, oh, that's right. We started with her. Dos mas. Dos mas. The rabbi star guest stars in in Cold Blood. Um, uh, Lu Zong's story of uh, of the, the it was a succubus, right? You can mention it. Or it's as an unknown. It's a succubus spirit that possesses a vampire. Okay, perfect. Oh, so oh, the story oh. is the rabbi <laughs> shakes. So the ghost <laughs> okay. of a succubus. Exactly. Possesses a vampire. So it's the rabbi shakes Luzong out of a succubus trance. She's not worth it, brother. <laughs> um, break your heart. I want to. So I want him to be there. So he's there. Like literally. Not necessarily. He's not actually fighting the. Uh, uh, I'm not focusing on the rabbi actually being up close and and, and dangerous uh, at this point in his story. Um, and so I want him to be there, to to be the one who who shakes him out of it. Um, so we can then turn around and, and, Damn, and fight the I may suggest bros before ghosts. Bros before ghosts? Um, is an option. I'm considering That's Proverbs. I'm considering yeah. Proverbs 2717 because I want to focus on the camaraderie and the and the teamwork. Yes. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Just write it down. Yeah, come on. Never before so, has there been a better wording of an aspect. Yeah. So, Straight from the yeah. Bible. Because he's like, he's not, I'm going to go fight this succubus. He's like, I got to wake Lu Zong up so we can fight this succubus. So, now you're on the support team. I'm lost, man. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, at this point, especially at this phase of the story, he's a support guy. I love her. I love her. She's everything. <laughs> She's not worth it, brother. Also a biker? Maybe he's, so he's a Hulk, Hulk Hogan fan. Yeah. <laughs> the rabbi. If, oh, if, if he has a short list of vices, pro wrestling is definitely yeah. one of them. <laughs> short list of vices. Can you smell what the rabbi's cooking? Not on Passover, am I right? Because no, no reason the rabbi didn't have his, time. His outfit is just he wears like the wrestling tights. And then the, the shawl. And then the so, so he's it's got like the... A giant storage. I was like... The shawl and the wrestling tights. Wait, he's he always wearing the, the wrestling tights. And when things get wild, he just like rips it all off. And it's just... <laughs> The ready rabbi Luchador. With like the, rabbi the knee high wrestling Super boots. Super fuzzy. High motherfucker. Oh, and maybe like some arm things with tassel. 
Yeah. <laughs> and like a luchador mask he puts it on. I don't know. Maybe I'm going too far with this. This is this is luchador definitely, mask has the ringlets. On when you see him in combat, you no. secretly suspect the rabbi has some, has spent some time in the ring. You just can't find evidence to support that. The rabbi is like that. He just choke slammed that guy. Eyebrow? Like it's not. Was it a DDT? I think he just DDT that zombie. Where did that folding chair come from? <laughs> Can you just kiss his elbow? <laughs> All right. All right. Lou Zong. Lou stars in A Reason to Kill. Uh, Lou encounters a fugue state Johnny S. in the midst of an attempted execution. He sees that Johnny is surrounded by the spirits of every past holder of the book. So I thought of like whenever you're in these states, you're just like surrounded by the by the guy who gave you the book and the guy who gave that guy the book and the guy who gave that guy the book and just all these voices that are sort of like compelling you to do this thing. Um, and he tries to reason with your possessors to dissuade them from killing an innocent person. Interesting. When was the book published? Uh, I want to say like late 60s or 70s or something. Has it had an unusually high number of owners? Like. <laughs> It's like 50 people have had this single book since <laughs> like the 60s. You know, there could be multiple copies of it. Yeah, they're like, I think, yeah, I do like the idea of like, because yeah, the hunter having it stretched over multiple that's true. copies. Like yeah. people who have held the book and have heard. Or it could be that the guy that wrote this book, that's just the latest, the latest manifestation of yeah. the like, of the, like you said, there's like, there are words there that when he reads it, aren't actually written physically on the pages like when he reads it he infers like a sort of a deeper meaning and it could be that the guy who published wrote this book like that was just his way of taking something else that he had (laughs) so it maybe existed in a bunch of different forms maybe even at one point and maybe before that it was a it was a script to a theater play right and then before that it was writing maybe it was a song yeah, yeah, the song goes a song or old tradition, and so it tied in entire villages from, from, the, from the Ohlone people. That from the Ohlone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Jason yeah, like is the blood monster. And uh, the phase aspect would be seize light in the darkness, so even in the darkest of times, we must uh, try to find modernism. Thank you very much. So I, I, ha- I have hope that you can fight these urges. Johnny almost killed but, but do you? Do you? Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Maybe a little. Yeah, you going somewhere? I'm about to go pee. I really need do to pee. Do you have a question? All right, let's. Phase five. No, do do do. That's complete break. phase four. Do a quick bio break because that's the end of phase four, and now we uh, you can go ahead. Now we do it all five. again. Okay. Yeah, it's exact. Phase five is the exact same thing, but with the next person's story. And keep in mind, if you want to, someone else added Colma. Yes. Someone else added themselves to the story that you're about to add yourself to. You could play off what they did. You don't the, have to at all. What was the phase aspect you I said, well, providing Overwatch in the big battle, Jensen's position is overrun. Much. And I owe the rabbi my life is the aspect. And so in the Predator of Presidio, do we have specifically what that is? Blood monster. We're saying it's a Native American blood monster. Right, okay. So it's not I like... erased the battle begins, or the battle begins. So we've tracked <coughs> the blood monster back to its lair. Uh, or back to a recently disturbed Ohlone burial ground. And you don't have to add yourself to the chronologically. Part, any re- yeah. You yeah. could play off what that leads into. Play you could do something completely different. an Indian burial ground. <laughs> um, Luzon. Searching for rich new soils. What's your story again? In 
in cold blood. You're, you know, you're, you're, uh, yes, in cold blood. The humus here so, is um, tough. Like, it's behavior like the, and I what was it, the Atlantis movie, the guy really liked the dirt. I discovered that the tiles of dirt was the vampire doesn't collect the dirt, and then he, like, starts to sound like this is dirt or something. This is dirt somewhere else. No, this is special, but sand, maybe. Sand, maybe. He's more of a sand guy. Well, no. Clay actually comes to me twice, too, but he doesn't. Never heard that one before. Does he do a lot of clay sculpting? That helps him resolve it. He could. She's not really well. Okay. I couldn't remember why you were originally involved. You were investigating. Much more into plants. More into plants. I love the tie to the. Like, not quite poison ivy level, but. I want to try to do that. I think I want to complicate. He solved something in his story. I solved something in my previous life. Like, he's very, very, very. Like, super green thumbs. Super green thumbs. Like, he could, like, touch a plant and, like. Okay, 41. Uh, he could grow marijuana like super easy. The Presidio is one of the more foresty areas in San Francisco. The original. So like, looking at Google Maps in the area, a lot of journey. Yeah. Most of it's pretty bare. But Presidio, there's actually traces. Nice. So maybe he could like block it in, like track the monster. Could do that. Yeah. You want to do something? So she feels responsible. Always. Yes. Oh yeah. What if? Kevin Kyle, do you want her? Uh, sure, yeah, thank you. Kevin? A beer? Regarding? Drink? Yes, beer, oh, please. Yes, please. Do you want to hang ten? Andrew? Uh, I have one. Thanks. <laughs> yes, beer, please. Right. I'm not a crook. Does <laughs> that uh, so mean you want four? Uh, four? <laughs> Two. Iterated? Does he say that on Star Trek, or was that a thing he did later? That's later. Okay. I actually didn't. I I've, I've never watched the original series. So. I mean, I've seen like an episode or two. But that's it. The oh my! Does he say that in the yeah, original ever, series, or is that for much more? That's only later? a that's only yeah. a him thing. Okay. Yeah. I think I remember from the original series, but he was he would say. I was born in San Francisco. Hmm. Actually, that's the thing I remember. Something okay. like that. Okay. What percentage of the humans in Star Trek live on Earth as opposed to space stations and starships? I have no idea. Not every human. All the humans. They All the humans Earth. live on Earth because they're I know that they have some colonization efforts, because I'm sort of recalling there's like, there's have, stations yeah. and things here and there, And they have space and there, stations, right. and, the, and, the, and, the, and the big, like, Enterprise starships yeah, uh, hold thousands of people, but... That is an interesting question. I would I be interested to know, like... But they're still going to be... they reduce the Earth's population be, dramatically? Like, 10, 20 billion people on Earth, right? Yeah. So there's still going to be a shitload on Earth. Well, that's a common future trope, is where they, they actually reduce the number of people living on Earth to sort of, like, make it a preserve. Yeah, but in the scenes we see of Earth, like, it's fully, like, populated and hot. Okay. It's like Starfleet Academy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's still on Earth yeah. and everything. So. Right. I mean, it seems like once they graduate, they just get on a ship and they leave forever. For Starfleet people, but it could yeah. be that most of humanity is still just planet bound. Yeah. And well, then Starfleet is gonna, Just wondering what percentage of humans in the Star Trek universe live off of Earth. Well, it also probably varies wildly between which, uh, where in the timeline you're talking about. Original series versus next generation. You're the darker the light. 
Because I can see that it's a cappuccino oatmeal stuff. It is. I feel like in Next Generation they visited Earth quite a bit, but not like, Yeah, uh, a lot. And in the even the more recent movies as well, like... Uh, well, start in yeah. Into true, yeah. Darkness. Oh, into yeah, Darkness, so say... Wait, was Into Darkness the one where they made a wacky web? It's, it's with Khan. Yeah. Wait, a web? did they make a wacky web out of... What? Is that even Star Trek? Oh, no, you're talking about The Next Generation? You think like, Journey of the Sound of the Earth. That was the white one. No, no. There, there's a there's a sci-fi story. No, oh, that's Guardians of the Galaxy, where the bunch of ships create like a big net. Take a big net. And they're all connected. And it's and really fucking cool looking. That's yeah, the one. That like is the one. Pushing okay. against the other big ship. I was thinking of. I, I was thinking of Guardians of the Galaxy. People <laughs> pilot ships really physically. Like in... I feel all the pain whenever I ship the shot. Like, ah, oh, oh my oh, ship, oh my oh, wing oh, got hit, oh my arm. Yeah. Like, except for Star Wars, they're like, no, I'm perfectly fine. The ship's okay, and then they explode. <laughs> I think I've been hit. <laughs> all right, the gavel corruption. So yeah, my second one's in Blood Irish. Remind me of Blood Irish? Main um, story? Plant monsters. Ah, there's Faye. And who helped already? Johnny. That and what'd you do? Stabbed a, uh, a plant monster. Yeah, I was trying to earn the ire of the Faye. Yeah, pissed off some Faye. He's pissed off the Faye. Because I wanted to kill Faye. one okay. of the. I need a name monsters. for a, an old guy who used to be in the, uh, the Mission Street Wolves. He felt so well. He has to be a werewolf? Or could he have previously been a werewolf? You were, Mission Street Wolves was your gang as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old guy, he was like my gang boss uh, back in the day. Uh, Carlos Did Santana. terrible No, it's got, it's got, I, I want a name that turns Cook and his name into some sort of theme. Not like a hokey, like, cook and chef or something like that, but like, something where it's like, Cook is obviously Baker? a, Baker. What are different a like, words for street-given name. And now, uh, also, like, my like mission Lupine street or something? is I, or? home to multiple immigrant yeah. groups. Cooks comes from an old Polish family that immigrated to San Francisco long ago, but grew up mostly with Hispanic families and stuff Some like kind that. Of job name, like you do something like knight, yeah, like just knight. What 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 nationality do you want him to be? Uh, well, let's come up with like a nickname like Cook has. I like yeah, the idea like, of job. Like a, street, like a, a job name. Well, I'm thinking so like pick a pick a language. We'll figure out what wolf is in that language, um, and maybe that would be interesting. Oh, Lobo. Uh, what, what's like another um. Is this, is this guy the guy who started the wolves? Who knows? But like another Fenris. Um, Fenris is always a good one. Oh, I, I like a cook style name. Like ba you this know, guy Baker Smith. Hobo Fenris. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, like other job names he was saying. Uh, oh, he could be Lookout. Job. His name could just be Lookout. Like, cause you got like you got like Lookout Guard. That's, that's um, so well, he was thinking old like a little bit more higher in the chain. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, was up there. A good, a good nickname. Uh, cleaner. Boss Fenris. It's an old guy, so it's cleaner so it's, is a is a job. It's uh, uh, pops, Preacher. quicks, Preacher. father Fenris. Pops could just be pops. Um, Papa Wolf. Papa. Doc. Papa something. Papa could be Doc or something. Taylor mechanic. These Fletcher. are not names. Dick. These are he names. said he liked jobs, so I'm we're going, going with pops jobs. Pops Baker. Pops Baker. Yay, Baker. Pops Baker. The accountant. 
Oh, he uh, was the progenitor of Corn Pops. The, the accountant sounds like a hit band. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, the accountant does not... We're, like calling, we're calling the accountant. It's a guy who shows up with tiny little spectacles. Oh, yeah. Which is, it's not that cool. This is like the old, like, punchy guy. Like, like, you baker it is. It's like you're having a Sounds like you have an issue with your tax form. That's what he calls all his groats. <laughs> I've got your return. Okay, alright, alright. I got the general idea. Let's run some numbers. Death and taxes. Death and taxes! You can't oh escape <laughs> death and taxes. Can we have another character who's in the Oh my god, I've erased, erased. My entire character is now that concept. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> so I want like a Mr. Smith that goes to Washington, argues. What would you call somebody um, that's like a, um, a fellow business owner in your community? So if it was a co, you could if it was someone who worked at your same employer, a coworker, a colleague, something like that. But what would be someone that's like you're a shopkeeper, there's someone else like business associate, a blue collar brother. Or even just I, like blue collar brother is so close, except like business owner wouldn't be blue collar. White collar brother just sounds I mean, weird. I think Rotary Club is like a club like for business sort of owners. A fellow <laughs> entrepreneur. Yeah. 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 Perfect. I'll do that. A fellow. A fellow business owner. Business owner. Shop. Okay. So Johnny Tuskley, you're no longer hunting me. You're hunting my old friend. Who? My old friend, Pop Baker. He is a Johnny terrible person. Johnny Sausalito. So in phase five, do you have to resolve the situation? Or can you call no. it? It's just the only uh, the only reason it was important between those I two is that you're not doing the same thing you? at the same time. Do you want to hunt me? Who already did gavel of corruption? I'm still gonna take a knife. Indirectly. I'm still gonna take a knife. That was Clay. Okay, what did you do so in the gavel of corruption Take a knife from, from him? Uh, protected no, Cassie from a bunch of goons who went to her shop trying to intimidate her to drop the suit. Okay. Okay. Who else is in? I'm just gonna uh, argue. No, just, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, argue the case into the night. You're gonna filibuster? I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. I don't think you can do that I'm in court. Just, I'm gonna. That's a. That's a, like a Congress thing. I'm gonna filibuster when you're not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> and no one can stop you because they're worried about like. It's a rabbi. It's gonna. Rabbi. It's gonna look bad if we off a stand. There's a rabbi dragged off stand. By insensitive police. By insensitive police. It was Shabbat. I was like, oh man. No! I think just. My life. I like that. Is Pops Baker. Does he somehow. You okay? Is he somehow. Um, involved in the problem of the of Beggar's Feast? Like, the, the killing no. of the No, he, he's old is school the threat gangster in the gavel who did things, things and now is it's just trying to... It is corruption, right? Like, there are... Because okay. I'm thinking that but corrupt... A lot of people. It's not like politicians. Like, Johnny's also looking at some vague instructions to kill like, a werewolf Cassie criminal. Cassie in the gavel of corruption. Police um, there's no definition of, uh, there's say, no definition of who, uh, I want to say the when police come knocking with a search warrant, there's yeah. definitely someone powerful that is trying to, like, get out something or shut something I want to say, like, when the blank threatens the little guy, the rabbi argues his friend's case into the night. 
Um, I don't want to know what blank is. Is it well? Like, it's corruption. When corruption. The real enemy the there is is, is the is the corruption in like in in the city in the police force especially when, when corrupt officials. Um, what's the, what's the yeah yeah corrupt corrupt, corrupt officials. There's probably the corrupt officials uh, have no power really on their own. It's the supernatural powers that have bought them that right. are like the real bad guy there. But I would almost say that like this book this book might not even get to that point, right? She's fighting the injustice of, like, things she's presumably able to, you know, to, to, to get this small victory. But who was the one, like, paying the, like, cops to, like, do this in the first place? That might be the sort of thing it doesn't get discovered for some time. Yeah. Gotta get the dog back in, and then we'll go around the table. I think part of the thing, Kevin, is like, I feel like Johnny's house leader, though. He's trying to kill people that are technically bad. And technically, you're kind of a bad he's, person. He's, he's done more bad things than good. But he realizes that there's something more complicated yeah. to, the, to your character than... I'd say just be careful, because remember that you're you're supposed to be the guest star. Yeah. So you don't want to overtake the plot too much. Mm -hmm. But it could be something like, at first, drawn mm -hmm. towards the target of mm -hmm. Cook. Johnny Sassolito channels his knife mm -hmm. <laughs> towards the vampires instead, right. or something mm -hmm. like that. Okay. It's easy to do. Mm -hmm. Should you turn to think of a good aspect for that? Well, you pull up the aspect after. Mm -hmm. Or if you can't come up with an aspect. Cooking's dead. Cooking's <laughs> dead. <laughs> Ghost werewolf. Um, is, uh, who is ready? I am. You, not you? Uh, you? Well, they can go first. No, no, who's ready? Oh, who's right. got their stuff written down? I do. Seeing I four. think the three over okay. here. I mean, I've, I've got, I'm most of the way there. I just don't have the aspect, which is again. Sounds like we have enough people to start. Yeah, I'll start going around the table, and then we can lend some brainstorming assistance to anyone that's stumped. Uh, who wants to start? We can start. Andrew? Do it. An overrun rabbi and Jensen are in danger in Colma. The power of Chi must fight the powers that be. As they fight the zombie horde, he sees his parents among the dead. Yikes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't think I would say ghost speakers have fucked up lives. Uh, I'm pretty That's fucked up. Thing um, should I... <laughs> do we resolve this scenario, or can I leave it open-ended? It's okay. It's not supposed to resolve. Cool. Um, and the phase aspect are some things are best left buried. Wow. Oh, God. That's a... That's a dark aspect. <laughs> I uh, I love that. That's got so a thanks. That's got a lot of thanks, like, Rabbi. Let's go. Let's go counterclockwise. Or actually, let's go uh, clockwise. Uh, counter to the last rotation direction. Uh, Rabbi, remember to name the story that you're in first. Story. Cassie's story: the gavel of corruption. Uh, when corrupt officials threaten the little guy, the rabbi argues Cassie's case into the night. Um. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna. I, I love it. Yeah, that's. I really. I. I like that. It's. It's not necessarily concluding it. It's just the rabbi basically sticks by and uh, does that. No idea for a phase aspect. I don't have a good Bible verse, and I don't mind not using one for this one. It could just be more along the lines of, uh, tireless. You know, something with it was ways with his way of words because this is like Stead companions. Fast. Yeah. Stud fast. Oh. 
Definitely. <laughs> Whoa! I, no one said I was fast! Um, so, uh, something along the lines of, uh, his way with words and, and, uh, focusing on, like, the rapport kind of side of him and his convincing side. It's, it's, I almost, like, even want to put a line in there that's, like, Semantic no one's going to smear a... Semantic smear a rabbi. Oh, no one's gonna so, smear a rabbi. So I like I like the idea that you're <laughs> that you're touching in. Oh, you know, it sounds like what you what you want to tap into is the fact that a rabbi in the community would be a would like, have that's that's protection your, and respect. Yeah, like just because of who you are. Respected in the community. It could, yeah, actually, respected yeah. in the community is a very simple way of communicating that idea. It's like you can't. You, and that's actually what I want to get at. You can at, invoke that like, when you're just trying to talk your way into a nightclub, even yeah, right. It's yeah. just like it's it's like you you've got yeah. you've got people that will be like no like but this man like he he's yeah. he is a he's a pillar. So respected of the community, you could say pillar of the community, or he's on a mission from God, or I'm on a mission yeah. from God. Rabbi, last time I was gonna make a rabbi was rabbi. We got too many guys in the nightclub already. We can't let you in. But I'm respecting the community. But do you want to ask you, does that kind of infer that? Well, I like oh, the idea that what, 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 would that, what that would mean is someone some would leave. Guys out. Well, someone would leave. Yeah, exactly. Right? He's like a respected thing. And like, he has a he has people that would be like, held the rabbi needs to come in rabbi, here. Like, this is God's will. And you're going into a nightclub. <laughs> guys, guys, the rabbi wants to blow up some steam on the dance floor. A couple of you guys need to leave. <laughs> no, no, no. Two. I bring the party. Two. I bring the party. With um, the respected in the community. Uh, res either respect, like respected in the community or pillar of the community. Well, I think respected actually is. Respect the San Francisco community is so diverse that the rabbi being a pillar doesn't make that much sense to me. Uh, in, in a specific that's area. That's true. A pillar of his community. Yeah, if you want to go pillar, you want to go a little more specific. More his, yeah. A pillar of the Jewish community or a pillar of the supernatural community or something like that. Or like a respected Jewish elder. But if you're just with, going with with he commands a level of respect because I think I like the idea that he commands. Yeah, so I would I would rather have like less. I would rather like have less respect from a wider group of people than a high amount of respect from a small yeah. group of people. Mm. And so I'd say just respected by the community. Street, yeah, street or respected in his community could, could be street cred. Well, we respected. talked about that. And oh. He doesn't want his community. Oh, oh. respected by the community. Respected by the community. Yeah, I like it. It's simple. It's, and I'm, more that's, more or it could even be like a high station with high respect. I think all those things like, are other ways to I say I like the very simple. Can be fed in these are all very snappy, and I really like. He's also just respecting this. Like, who doesn't like the respect by the community? Yeah, that's you know. <laughs> he's got he, his high stat is rapport. Like, he's gonna get that good price at the thrift store. Because, for that for that comically colored. Because of who he is. Yamaka. Not like, his, he's gonna be like uh, his power. <laughs> I want that. It matches my socks. It's on the house, right? Anyway, good. Respected by the community. Alright. Whose story are you? Um, Did you say alright because you wanted to... Yeah, so my story uh, is I am in In Cold Blood. <sighs> and in a rushed attempt to avenge a fellow entrepreneur... Just sort of scribble those last couple of letters. Don't know how to spell it. Uh, to avenge a fellow entrepreneur, um, Cassie 
as the third word in that sentence there implies, is going to complicate a situation. Uh, so in a rush attempt to avenge a fellow entrepreneur, uh, uh, basically Cassie, like, uh, I, the, the general idea is I want that, like, she's she goes and, like, uses something that she has. And it wasn't a good idea. And so, of course, it doesn't go well. And maybe it just, like, feeds into the succubus or the demon. And so, um, I'm trying to figure out what could, what, what, what would you release that would make something like the succubus, succubus more powerful? Energy? Or fart. No, sorry. No, but like uh, real but suggestions, yeah, if possible. Oh. I said. Yeah, energy. I'm trying to think of like what, what about does that have like, like a form, like souls, if it was that sort of thing, but what it's not. What, what about the the, the uh, succubus is incubus counterpart? So now there's the female yeah, and you, the male. What if you drew more dark energy there? Yeah, like another. Oh, is this succubus? This is from the White Court of Knob Hill, right? I thought it was a spirit succubus. In fact, like this is a non-corporeal succubus. So a succubus in the fiction, a normal succubus, that's just an alternative name for a white court vampire. Oh, then I that's did not know that. Yeah. Well, that, a, I, a succubus vampire. is just the name this of a creature a that feeds vampire. on... A creature that feeds on... Um, well, remember, this is ghost-related, so it's a dead white court vampire. Is a ghost? So the, what, what did the they... Ghost I was just reading... Oh, was it? Go ahead. I was just... The book I just yeah. read, they... One of the whole things is like, I, a ghost I'll, I'll is just... One of these things died... And now it leaves an after effect. So you could have the ghost of a white court vampire. Yeah, yeah actually, I really like that. Let's just say there's so, a white court vampire. So you could bring... You you could, no, 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 the ghost, ghost of a white oh, court yeah, vampire. Yeah, yeah that, that yeah, totally yeah. works. Yeah. Yeah. Spirit. I'm fine with that. So you could, in trying to dispel a succubus, draw draw an incubus, a male white court vampire. Draw, uh, you know... Yeah. Basically, oh, yeah, this party just got as soon as you show up and start doing something... How can we make this more sexy? It, um, They're all naked. Maybe you just show up and it's like laundry day, you know. <laughs> so you're like, "What? I wore my swimsuit." <laughs> Where is this? Um, so now, and like, it's like um, hundred degrees out. But like you basically showing up, maybe makes the, the succubus draw support from. Other I, I want it to be that no, I, I want it not to be that her presence just makes things worse. I want it to be that she did something, <laughs> she did something rash, cool. and it was. Did she use a, an item? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I said. What in a rush attempt, so, so what? But but Cassie what, uses the shackles of the incubus, not realizing the that fuzzy it cuffs of the summons <laughs> rather than. Uh, it's a summon versus. It could be a. Okay, I'll make it. I'll make it more ambiguous because it doesn't need to be specific. Cassie uh, makes things worse. Period. Cassie uh, just by showing up, releases a releases a power she uh, she cannot can't contain. Control. She cannot contain. Is she a hipster wizard? <laughs> Listen. That sentence better. Was she this practicing thaumaturgy? Hey, Cassie okay. releases a power. <laughs> she I want to say did not understand. That's about underestimating. She doesn't. She doesn't. It's not that she didn't. She underestimated. I think underestimated his powers. Because I think one of the whole parts of things is she has an idea of how these things work, but maybe she didn't get it exactly right. It releases a power um, that she underestimated. Underestimated. I like the idea that Cassie has like a bunch of items that basically are like boxes with buttons on them. And you're like... What does this thing do? Like, oh yeah, it's boxes with okay. chains wrapped. Okay, so the it. phase aspect there, I like that it touches into a little bit of a little bit of uh, uh, rash behavior because she's like a pretty like collected person so far, and I like giving her a little bit of a um, a, a flaw there. 
Um, I don't let things collect dust on the shelf. No, because she absolutely does. Uh, unafraid do of things. The, the, the thing is, it was, in, the it was in a rushed attempt to avenge a fellow entrepreneur. She did this because it was it was a, a threat something to something about, very close to her, and she reacted. Something that doesn't um, stand idly by or brash. Brash situation. When she's startled, she throws grenades. Yeah. I don't think later implies that she does it with like everything. It's like I guess I also almost want to qualify it. Emotion. Something about emotion. Um, when like trouble, little, big, little big trouble. Powerful powerful for a friend she has like a bad trigger finger. Itchy trigger finger kind of thing, but yeah, with but like specific to. He wants to make it more specific to the fact that susceptible like to emotional turmoil. Anything for a friend in need. Anything that could that could work. So that actually does tie well into. She's got those with means must stand up for those without. Already really touching on like the protect yeah, those yeah. less able. This is almost like a uh, uh, yeah. Every, everyone is saying things that are very close. Um, what other aspects does she have? She someone said in the worst of times a calm mind must prevail. So I could go with a. I could go with a learning from this experience, yeah, which I don't mind, sense. but it keeps her very like collected all the way through. You want but I guess a I don't, little bit of I, I like the risk. I like, yeah, I like, I like the idea. The, well, she's an NPC. Well, here's the deal. I, but I like the idea she's that a, if we a, are all... She's a character just like any other, though. Right. Yeah. But I like the idea that if we're all in super terrible trouble, something happens and we are all just completely up shit creek, we could... There's a reason that Cassie would show up Completely odds against her with like basically the the magic nuke the magic maybe like, just like fuck it like just like, like YOLO when when it when like once you get past a certain point it's like yeah. no we're just doing everything when when pushed to the edge when things when oh shit, when wait shit hits the fan I got it I got it. When pushed to the edge, Cassie One man. jumps. Oh. When, the shit when pushed the to the edge, Cassie jumps. <laughs> nice. Okay. I like it. It indicates that like she will do that bad thing when when pushed. She's collected up to the point where she's at the edge, and she's then great. she's like She'll grab that sword right. that she knows is way more powerful than she should have any. She, she should be grabbing. Bring up the city cleaver. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's sort of like desperate times call for desperate measures, yeah, exactly. which was the general theme I was going for, but I wanted something more personal, more like yeah. reactionary. Love it. I love it. Good job, Greg. Or Dan said the first half of it, I guess. Um, Johnny Sausalito, you're up. All right, so in A Beggar's Feast. Johnny Sausalito is tasked with killing a werewolf criminal and targets Cook. Oh, complication. I, I like the aspect of the Deutschland. Cook is dead. Cook is dead. Cook is dead. Only, <laughs> only the Luzon can see my character. Nice. <laughs> Played by Bruce Willis. Yeah. Wait, I don't get it. Oh, oh no, I just figured that out. Spoiler alert, guys. So for so Die Hard 4. Yeah. So, what was the result of that? The result of that is that he, uh, obviously Cook doesn't die. But he did get knifed? 
but kind of but kind of different story. Okay. Well, I intentionally kept the idea of a werewolf criminal vague because okay. they're. No, I mean, there's. But you wouldn't hunt after him. You, you yeah. hunted him down, and you confronted him, or something happened, and you. So one you of the fought, kind of, you've grown stronger because of it. One of yeah. the the results is that he doesn't kill Cook because even though Cook has done some pretty awful things in the past, he realizes Cook is kind of more of a complicated character and not necessarily mm-hmm. deserving of just like full of player dying. character. Okay. <laughs> He's a well, player character. What was the full the full description of your thing? Uh, Johnny Sausalito is tasked with killing a werewolf criminal and targets Cook. Okay. So one is it are, related to his story specifically? Uh, in the end, he kind of ends up helping Cook kill vampires. Yeah. So. Let me throw that in there. But the compl- you can do that complicate that? and solve, which yeah, is you say kind of like not, he was know. going to hunt down a, a dude, and you came well, upon him. I love that. Later, so, yeah. The, my my only hesitation, him. the reason I asked, is like it. It feels like it makes it your story. Mm-hmm. Your story is that you've been called to hunt down this thing, and sort of like it seems like it's in that part of it. It's more about you than it is about him. You're not really guest starring. It's almost like I just story. add another sentence to that. But if you do the later, if you do yeah. the later. Yeah, as later. Later, they turn their knife and claws and fangs and... Against a common foe. boots against a common foe. Later, they star in a buddy cop movie. (laughs) Jesus and Cook. Jesus. No, no, there's something about the... (laughs) Cook and sauce. Nut and his dog. Soup cook. (laughs) Soup chef? They turn their weapons against the common foe. Lucia. Wolves and... Wolves and crazy people. Books. Weapons. Too many books oh, make me see where. Against the common foe. There okay. we go. But the aspect. So the aspect is. Everyone so all I stack up. War. What is it good for? Paint forward. No, no. What is it? What is it? What is your previous one? No man can. No man can serve two masters. No man can save two masters. Okay. Well, that's something like, I'll write my own ending, or something like that. The fact that the book is written, but you still have some control. Yeah, because you did life. change. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a certain... I mean, because, like, the initial task I'll that choose you got my was own adventure. Open to interpretation? Open to interpretation. Everything in shades of gray, no. and one can be redeemed. Moth in translation. There is no black and white. What if what if it touches Only on the, the, the book? Text is black what, and white. What does does the book, Could the book perhaps changed? point you in? Is it the book that told you to go? How do you how do you end up on? Yeah, the book told me to go. It was the book did. The book, but it was kind of it was His interpretation. Strazing. So, so yeah, what if are open to interpretation? Or yeah, what if what if it touches on the idea that the book points you at a target, but that's, but it's not always like that. That it was meant to get you to him. And it expected you. It expected you to then know what Figure to do, which in this case was not to kill him. Like, Zang works in mysterious ways. I am. Yeah, it's sort of it's sort of that. It gives you it gives you a flexibility to it gives you a flexibility and sometimes and compel fodder to if we can figure out a wording for it that, that it's like the book might say kill cook, but really all it wanted you to do was get there. Because it knew, yeah. it, knowing who you are, knowing your skills, that you would go there and you know talk to him. Is if you like want to go more, in the details, kind of yeah. Like if you want to go more proactive too, you could go something like, "I'm the reader, not the slave," or something like that. 
Mm. Is, 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 it, is it that you realize the interpretation was different, or is it more that you took your free agency and said, no, I don't think this is the guy to kill? I do like the more of the interpretation. You're like, I am so the it's, one who so it's So it's not that you like read it and were like, wait, I've been chasing the wrong guy, like, I'm I'm making my choice here. It sounds it's more like you looked at it and went, I've been chasing the wrong guy. Something about a second reading. Hmm. More revealed with each reading. The new Common Core standards. Yes. <laughs> a second. Uh, Not a blind follower. Well, he said he likes it being that it's the it's interpretation. It's like a, yeah. Upon closer it's not inspection, defying it. It's between that, uh, the lines. Something between read, the lines. Reading between the reads between the lines. The truth lies between the lines. The devil in details might be something. Devil is in the details. I think kind of like that one. Mm. I'll put that down because I think that suffices at least for now. Yeah. Just as like, uh, it's interesting because it really it your character is very complex. Yeah. yeah. He's learning kind of like as we all are. Right. In the days of our maybe like stab first, ask questions later. <laughs> Maybe you like but caught him and then stabbed him and then like quit. Right? The opposite of what I mean, he did. That's true. <laughs> yeah. true. It's like literally it's true. the opposite. He actually asked questions first. It was a winging stab. To stab and ask questions at the same time. Well, that, that's like why you stab. You I did actually stab. Yeah. yeah, just wait. But then he has inhuman toughness. He's uh -huh. like, I'm like, oh, okay. Ow! Ow! Wait, Come on! The yeah, you, right you, you could go with something of questioning, you know, questioning the intent, yeah. or like you know the, the 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 book works in mysterious ways. Um, subtext. Just read subtext. <laughs> I think the devil's in the details is a good starting point, and I wouldn't be surprised if later tonight or in between tonight and next week there's there's yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do it sure. let's do it jensen deaths in the park prompt the jensen's to investigate uncle jay pegs clay as the culprit aspect an eye for detail awesome read, read it again jay and whose story is it this is blood iris clay's yeah, story okay blood iris so what was it that you did it was uh, Deaths in the Park prompt the Jensen's to investigate. Uncle Jay pegs Clay as the culprit. Incorrectly. Which complicates things. Yeah, that's awesome. a lot of complications. I know, this is very much superheroes oh, meeting for the first time. Oh, right, and yeah. Awesome. But then an eye for detail, the aspect is that maybe Jensen was the one who said, no, no, that doesn't make a sense. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's, it's sort of, you don't, it, yeah, it gives you it gives you an aspect to not, like, rush in, rush in without, you know. Yeah. Eye for detail, he's looking for the inconsistencies, the particulars, the little, like all the little things. It's just like eye for foul. detail is also very invocable, um, but in, in the right ways. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And he already has the most invocable one, which is owes the rabbi his life. Oh, it's so, super invocable. <laughs> I'm gonna so, use that when the rabbi like needs grocery yeah. shopping done. It's like I can use a coke. I'm an old Big man. point. Get me a coke. Big point. <laughs> because I can rabbi spend it directly to him. Okay. Uh, in a reason to kill, Jay sauces and then lose all your social staring in it. Cook stands between his old friend Pops Baker and Johnny Sausalito's knife. In the heat of battle, Cook takes a knife to the gut. And then an option, but saves his friend, or not? You don't resolve if you're complicated. Don't resolve if you're complicated. Don't resolve if you're complicated. You don't, res you don't resolve the same complication. I was yeah, ever. You could say oh, yeah. later, you guys get some beer. In the no, heat you're, you're of adding, battle, you're adding Cook a takes a knife. 
aspect. Stab me once, shame on you. Stab me twice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that Ow. really happening? <laughs> can't stab me again. Stab uh, me I think twice, I die. I can take a beating. <laughs> I can take a beating. I like it. It's actually very applicable to yeah. stab me twice. Pop Baker kills a bunch of people. <laughs> you guys both did things where he ends up like trying to attack you. This happened first. This is now how we met. This is now. And then later, he's like, "No, don't kill him again! Come Come on, on. we've been over this in the same spot." (laughs) That's how he knew you'd survive. He's like, "I know that a knife this deep, raw, you come back from somehow." (laughs) This is just to get you out of the way. Why stab him? You healed it last time. (laughs) All right, I'm out of faith, boys. There's a precedent. Clay Gallows. Clay, okay, this is for Predator of the Presidio Mm. with Jensen and Cook. I have, um, when Clay attempts to trap the beast in the grove, uh, he overreaches with his power and sets the Presidio on fire. Ooh! (laughs) Nice. God, our city is fucked right now. Whoopsie daisy. So aspect. We've been uh, screwing up a caution lot. Caution is the better better part of valor. Okay. Ah, so learning from. Learning from. I really like that you. I really like that it's easy to go with like the two different directions of. Does my aspect also represent that I don't do this anymore, or does yeah, my Jesus. aspect represent Can that I, I do this all the time? Please go back to that. Jesus. Uh, that was everybody. <laughs> Guys, Could we just finished character sauce. creation. Hey. We actually. We just finished the character phases. Uh, it's actually all the mechanical character creation. So, which, so uh, we can work on this in details over the week. I've actually, well, I've so, got my skills. But so, so we need to go back to locations? Eat. Yes. And so, He's yes. Be. Okay. I'm explaining. Do we need something? I'll come back. He's going That's restraint right there. He's already <laughs> peeing right now. Kevin, just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> he didn't restrain we, d- we delayed him, which caused him to immediately go. I need some towels. <laughs> Um, so, the the mechanical character creation is a lot of looking at um, powers, picking them, laying out your skills. It's a very much sort of personal thing. I think that that makes the most sense to do over the next week. Yeah. Um, we can put sort of put the rules in the Slack channel and sort of go over it if anyone has any questions. Keep in mind that if you're going to try to take any supernatural powers that aren't strictly part of your templates, like list of these are things that your thing takes, got to make sure we run it by the group. You can't just take like supernatural strength, for example. Um, that's not a thing that you get unless you have a template that justifies it, typically. Um, and especially at this power level, probably, probably nothing outside of your regular what the template defines. Um, but there could be exceptions, so let's just Can, if I'm it. If I'm aware oh, form, I was confused on this. Can I just take mortal stunts? Anybody can I take can? mortal okay, stunts. Just want to make sure, cool. Yes. Um, so let's do that over the let's do that over the next week. Um, however, it might be useful for everyone to make sure that they write their base refresh level um, and the skill cap. Skill cap is plus four. We are uh, base refresh is six. For some reason, I did not write it on mine. Skill cap is great. Power level is feet in the water. And the total available total number of skills is twenty. Twenty. And we said one good way to do that is from great to average to two 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 two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They have a variety of arrays in the book. That is the one that gives you the yeah. most the, greats. The only two arrays that get get you a great, to my knowledge, is a one, two, three, four, 
You can also do a two, 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 two. And did he get the other ones start at good? On you can Google build your drive, own, but you have to do two, the two, tower stacking yeah. thing. Yeah. On I'm Google at, Drive, I put. I did two, 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 two. I'm going one. I'm going one, two, three, four. I put a fillable PDF character sheet oh, on the Google Drive. Nice. Yeah, I think they have oh, that nice. in the uh, on the downloads out. in the Dresden file. Yeah, it's on the official website here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just in terms of if people are trying to find areas to focus on and diversifying, my top ones are conviction and rapport. Hmm. I'm multi-classed. When I'm a human, burglary and investigation. When I'm a wolf, fists and stuff. Hmm. All right, but so things. we're not gonna do that right now. Oh. And, um, faces and places. so we've got it all written down. We're gonna do faces and places. I would like everyone not to like sit down and try to do all the mechanics right now because it could be very distracting. Um, and I want to make sure we collaboratively come up with the rest of the city. Um, so we have our city sheet. Where's our new city sheet? Here it is. The city sheet. And I'll have the old places in case we want to use them. Because last time, last time we only came up with the names of like nine places. We didn't come up with the aspects for it. We didn't come up with the face for it. So um, I think it's important that we actually do that because it really fleshes out our world. Um, but it is, this takes a lot of sort of time and work. So let's make sure that we do it. Um, so. Uh, place, Golden Gate Park. Right. Needs to be a place. So yeah. I was going to suggest that we start with Smuggler's Cove exactly as we defined it before. Yeah, yeah I think um, Smuggler's Cove is perfect. We have, it was the equivalent of the bar in the books. Yep, it was an exact shameless copy. It was the only thing I wanted to basically say, let's just take that from the books and carbon copy it into our world. Supernatural, exactly. neutral So it's ground. neutral territory by the Unseelie Accords. I like that. Um, and the face in it is Blackbeard, who is our mysterious bartender. So we even have... The mysterious bartender thing directly copied from them. Smuggler's Cove, which is in real life a rum bar in. Um, which on our next, on our first field trip, we should end yeah. there. Uh, 100%. Can I make a recommendation so, for a way run. to get the places and faces down? Somewhere in San Francisco. Gone McAllister. Um, what if we go there's around and oh. see if there's That's any. What if we go around and see if there's any places we want to get from our characters' backstories? Then go through and see if there's any places we want to get for the movers and shakers, and then any extra ones after that. That's exactly what we did last time, and I think it worked um, decently yeah. well. Excellent. Um, for me, uh, the ones I've got off the top of my head is University of San Francisco. Yeah. It's these two pink blocks right there. And, uh, that's a great aspect. That's the college I'm going there, surround somewhere. These two pink blocks right here. Yeah. Um, maybe specifically like the library now. Oh, I mean, I, th I think the whole university works yeah. as a, as a yeah, good idea. Yeah, it's not humongous. Um, I mean, they have library. It's it's run by the Jesuits. Yes. Which is, there's all kinds of fun things we could do with that. I mean, they're sort of... Um, what is the abbreviation? Is it USF? University of San Francisco? Yeah, USF. Or is it UCSF? Is it UCSF? No, it's not University of California, San Francisco, because that would not be run by the Jesuits. Mm -hmm. What's the college that's down here? Oh, that's San Francisco. Oh, that one? That's, uh, that's UCSF. That's, that's SFSU. San Francisco State that's University. That's San Francisco Zoo. That's yeah. the zoo. Well, that's <laughs> where we send our problem children. <laughs> No, there is there is a There's San Francisco State right. University. It's right where here. Marie went. Right. This and that's, that's the one I've been to. Nineteenth Avenue. Yeah. You drive down Nineteenth Avenue. And that that. His character goes to. And this is the zoo. I had my engagement pictures here. Yeah. Sam so did you a bunch of the college. So that's SFSU. Yeah. And this is two big blocks. USF. USF. University of San Francisco USF. Okay. Give you a hint. We never drive by it. USF. 
You. Uh, uh, so, actually, if you're on Masonic, you do. I love Masonic. Uh, what kind of aspect would be Have you been to this one? Uh, no, first. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Because the aspect is based on the theme or threat. So you don't decide the aspect, you go, does it have a theme or does it have a threat? Depends on who you talk to. Goth? Depends on who you talk to. What? The USF? What? It depends on who you talk to? The pronunciation of G O U. Oh, okay, yeah. So let's stay on topic to the University of San Francisco. Guys, we need to define a theme or threat, just like we had our three. Um, themes or threats for the city. Every single location has a theme or a threat. What well, about something about it being run by shadowy organizations, whether that's yeah. the Jesuits or other strange things, or they're they're having like night classes where they're secretly teaching hipster wizards, or the hipster wizards are running their own night classes. I kind of like I kind of like the night night classes like a, a night classes the shadowy underworld of the of the uh, night, night classes. classes. <laughs> Adults wow. after school after wow. hours. It's so usually usually the night class crowd is like. I actually don't know much about Jesuits. I thought they were more like the academic branch of the yeah. Catholic Church or something. Is that I mean, is I feel that like right? Be involved with like stuff like the Knights of the Cross or something. I just like the yeah. night classes are yeah, usually the like sleepier, like older crowd. What about night <laughs> so something classes? About... <gasps> night classes. What if the classes are good? Like they're they're <laughs> training like warriors class. to fight like like, faith yeah. like vampires. Stuff. Yeah, like, like the night classes are academic days for fighters nights. of evil. <laughs> What is that group? Academic that Days, Supernatural Nights is not, Spelled not a bad K, idea. Yeah. Yeah. What is that group? Yeah. The ones that help vampires not become vampires? Like they help the vampires. I know what you're talking about. Saint the, Giles. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It could be like the, Dude, it could that. Be a, actually, could, could be, be a that chapter would make a of Saint Giles. Giles. Could be that. a chapter of Saint Giles. I really like that because it's already got a Catholic connection. And we yes. already have Red Court in the city. Do it. Yeah. Saint Giles. Yeah. Or Saint Giles. All in favor. As a G. It's Saint Giles. Pronounced. I know uh, all the pronunciations, but none of the spellings in the Jesuit. Okay. Because I've only listened okay. to the audio. Okay. So I try to look up things, and sometimes I don't even know what letter it starts with, and it's very frustrating. Do they ever pronounce the street? It's G O U G. What are our, what yeah, are our guidelines for threats and oh. themes again? I don't remember. Most of those go. Say again. It's supposed to have a threat or a theme. I forget how the what's the guidelines for those for the places. Yeah, that's what we we just uh, so. We, that's what it is a threat or a theme. That's what we're coming up with. And right how now. do we make those again? I forget. It's a theme, right? So a, a theme is a. Uh, um, I'll get the quick version of the prompt. That's why I said it depends on who you talk to. From what I understand, though, the well, actual like right or not. what is what the word is based on is is pronounced goth. It depends heard, on what do the people who live on that street call it. Yeah. And what I've heard is that native San Francisco is typically called. No, like you used to ride Muni, and like the actual things when they would actually say Golf Street. Right. There's an SFP article called "You're Saying It Wrong: How to Pronounce Bay Area Streets." Okay, for each location, make either a theme or a threat. A location's theme or threat is much like a city's overall theme or threat, but specific to this one part of the city. A lot of the same considerations you need to use to create these themes and threats hold true here, too. What's going to make for a great story? Why is this location interesting? What's going to happen there? A location that will serve as a hotbed of intrigue, like a club that serves as a white court hangout, might have a theme like liars, deception, and backstabbing. A locale that you think is just begging for a fight scene, such as an abandoned building, might have a threat to make the fight more interesting, like dry as a tinderbox. Um, so just keep in mind that it doesn't even have to be like a specific group, um, which I didn't realize. 
Oh, especially for threats, don't be afraid to call out transient situations. You can change threats and themes for locations as their characters change. Some of these themes and threats eventually will be turned into aspects or faces, but we'll talk about that later. Okay? Yeah, okay. So really specific to how we mm -hmm. want to use the campus. Well, so, so we're going to go with the with the uh, uh, the oh, what was it called? Brotherhood of St. Giles or something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, but what's the and, threat and they there? Run the school? It doesn't have to be a threat. It can a be theme. a theme. What's, I thought themes were kind of bad too. Mm. They they all have an air of like intrigue and stuff about okay, them. Okay. Okay. But, but but keep in mind that the locations are much on a much much smaller scale. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, our, our theme for the Smuggler's, Smuggler's Cove is neutral territory by the Unseelie Accords. Okay, so I like the, the idea that the school is training fighters of evil. I think it's fighters less important. Of chaos. The, the, the city themes and threats are very important that they are, we wanted bodies yeah. attached to them, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Very important that it has a, like, these should be, have ideas for why these locations would be interesting in okay. a lot of drama and stuff. It doesn't strictly have to be, like, a problem that needs to be solved. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we're going to come up with, like, nine things that are, yeah. like... People they, dying here okay. for the same St. Giles training, training do-gooders. Yeah. Theme, it's a uh, yeah, yeah. They could St. Giles training do-gooders. So yeah, it could be a St. Giles training grounds for the St. Giles. So St. Giles um, uh, operates here is the idea. Yeah. What um, I want to say though is that like kind a of a chapter of St. Giles. Is that known among like maybe the students? Like would Jensen know that they are doing that, or is it kind of a secret? I think I do. Uh, it's got got to be a secret because yeah. St. Giles um, has to remain secret, or the Red Court um, will come uh, will come after them. Okay. The Red um, yeah, they're specifically, um, they help out people who are Red Court infected yeah. to not turn into full-blown vampires. When you get uh, bitten by a Red Court vampire, you become a Red Court initiate. And you have the hunger, you have the always, and there's no way to cure this, you have the hunger uh, of wanting to drink blood. However, it is not required for you to live, but the hunger is ever-present and very controlling, but also gives you power. It's basically like, a, yeah. more or less you can think of it like a demon possessing you. Um, until you kill in the course of, of that um, thirst, um, you are not a full-blown Red Court vampire. And so the Brotherhood of St. Giles is an organization that caters to helping uh, those that are infected control their hunger, understand how to even harness the power that it does give them, um, but it's very dangerous. How do you become so, a White Court? And they fight the Red Court because they're... They, St. Giles runs STD screening tests. For all the students to figure out who's infected. I would highly recommend, uh, just in general... Uh, people are not infected without knowing. Like, in infection is, like... But would they be keeping but, it secret? But the school wants to find out who. Mm -hmm. To like keep Red Court. They're, they're doing things to try and figure out who's been infected. I think you don't... Uh, if, if you are uh, a full-blown Red Court vampire, it's... Uh, you it's, ate someone. You, you, you killed somebody. And but, if you're infected, but, unless you get help very soon from either no, the brother no, 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 or the, 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 the way I see wanting it, to feed will end up the way I see it. Very the way I see it, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, is the school keeps out full-blown red court from finding out what they're doing by screening them through a fake SUV. No, it was just a, a vague idea. Keep going. Um, I think we can just get the general idea of the um, names and we can even start 
brainstorming the aspects for, aspects and maybe even faces even mm -hmm. on Slack. Mm -hmm. But if we just get our locations and what the general theme or threat is, don't okay. even have to come up with an aspect wording. Like well, then we should be able to get through it all. Okay. Did someone else have? I like the idea of Mission Street. I was thinking Mission Street. Well, let's do. Let's, I really I like what Sam said. Let's do each person's story. Make sure that we get something on the list yeah. if. It wants, That's wants literally to. what I was just doing. Oh, oh, yours is, okay, yours Mission is Street. that story. I like the idea of Mission Street right now is kind of the battleground of gentrification. So I was thinking, what if it's the supernatural battleground of gentrification too? Like it is the border between old and new or something like that. Mission Street is where? Mission Street's the big crooked street? No, that's Market. Market and... It's like one of the big Mission is over here. It's where the, the theater is. Oh, the draft house. Uh, what's the one that's parallel to Market? There's two giant right roads there. I can't. Mission Street was affordable. Market so and. <gasps> Does that say Mission? Kind of okay. Mission Market, yeah. Yeah, they're it is. Parallel. It's the okay. one that's parallel. They, they're right there. Market goes. But yeah. Mission goes. Mission goes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Mission was the and place to live, on. but everyone's getting priced out what there. So Everyone likes to start Right, this is the mission district. Yeah. Right, right now it's like the face of gentrification because it's what's being gentrified. Everyone can see it right now. So I like the idea that if okay. our gentrification... So we'll put, we'll put Mission Street. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a... Recommended reading. The Old World Order section in the Our World book. It's like 10, 12 pages. And Ugh. it very succinctly describes who are all the major factions in the world and what's going on. Oh, that would be useful. So, Mission so, Street. Idea for Mission Street, last, or like, something like the front lines of the fight against Supernatural, or something like that. Front lines of the something or other. The idea that, like... Just as how this is a front lines of gentrification, it's a front lines of the supernatural being wiped out or, or disturbed or something like that. What's the fight specifically? Who are the yeah, yeah, who, are the, I, who I are the players? I want to focus it a little bit more. That's my that's my first uh, idea. You want it to be a front monsters. line of something. First. That could be the battlefront in terms of like that's where conflicts, most open conflicts between these factions. At. Like it's a San Francisco is a quiet city supernatural wise, but. If there's going to be an area where fight breaks out, it's in the mission. It's kind of what you're saying. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's like a, it's a rough neighborhood or from a supernatural standpoint. Right is now. it colder? Is it more like a cold war where like they're they're battling for territory in there with like or something along those lines? I feel like it's like the the train tracks, right? Like someone comes to the wrong side, it's like yo, like you're on the wrong side of the tracks. Like the tenderloin in the physical realm, it's pretty sketchy. In the mission district, that's where supernatural be. stuff is going to be. Yeah. It's like contested territory, maybe. Yeah. I just oh, like contested, yeah, like, 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 like contested supernatural territory. contested territory. I like that. I might even be our aspect, but I'll write that as the idea. Yeah, it's kind of like as if you're on mission. Sometimes, you know, you kind of see parts of it. It's a little bit more diverse. You go up to Valencia. A lot more gentrification, kind of. Mm -hmm. Okay, parallel, so like we'll call that probably a threat. Or it could even be a theme. It's hard to say. Um, next, uh, let's let's keep going just each person's story. You had Golden Gate and also the Botanical Gardens. Anything mm -hmm. else? Which is in the... Which is in do we the want it to be Golden Gate Park as a whole, or do we want it to be Botanical Gardens? Um, I think it's a lot more interesting to just bring it... 
Like the whole thing? Yeah, let's do it. Golden, Golden Gate Park so, is. Golden Gate Park is. It's almost strange that we didn't have that as a location. Yeah. Before. So do we? Do we want to also infer like Academy of Sciences, like everything inside of Golden Gate Park is included? Pretty, yeah. yeah. We can always which is, which is, which is awesome. area. If we want awesome. anything in there to be specific, that could be a separate location too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Golden Gate Park. Green. So like, I like that our, our story so far in Golden Gate Park was like freaking plant monsters in the Fey. I like the idea that like this is a it's a place where anywhere you go in Golden Gate Park you can only see like thirty feet, right? Yeah. It's like trees everywhere. It's like this is a place where people that want to hide and do their stuff can do it in Golden Gate Park. So yeah. or if you're I like that that it makes it a threat where it's like it is oh, no. it's a do it whereas whereas we're no using Mission Street to be more like contested territory. That's more like a like a uh, a very grandiose a, a bigger like, players, power yeah. struggle, bigger players like thing. Whereas Golden Gate Park is where you'll find a lot more smaller players. It's kind of magical refuge in a way. Refuge makes it like a safe place. Yeah. But I was uh, thinking if it's more like a kind of like like don't don't that, walk the park at night. Yeah, I kind of think. I mean that's that's true in general. So don't <laughs> don't walk the park at night can just be a thing. Yeah. And we can basically. We can flesh it out in the aspect because of the I mean, that's a theme. Because if, if like, actually to clarify, wild. it's almost like Mission District is a contested territory, but the Golden Gate Park is a lawless area. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. no way to judge. Oh, people are park. fighting that's fighting good. for territory here. That's just <laughs> like just don't go there. Just don't do yeah. it. Yeah. Like that, or if you're gonna like like there's do no, some weird shit, probably go there yeah, and get it like, taken care there's of. There's no territory to hold there. Like there's nothing. So I'm right. Don't walk the park at night. Lawless. I mean, is it like the implication that it's pretty fake? I mean, fake, fake in, in, in some areas. That's the most Golden Gate Park is... Hipster I mean, wizards are definitely going to so be performing huge. rituals I there think, in the middle of the night. Yeah. I mean, that's going to yeah, happen. Really I think big. what makes Band Golden Gate practice. Park so interesting is it is a massive Band park. Ultimate Frisbee. Inside a... Ultimate <laughs> Frisbee. Inside a size-constrained city, it makes it even more massive. But even if it weren't a size-constrained city, it's a huge freaking park. Mm -hmm. So I liked it. There's... Are there fae there? Yeah, probably significantly. Are hipster wizards like doing dark rituals there? Yeah, definitely. Like the answer is gonna be yeah, definitely for almost yeah. anything you ask, because there's enough space for them to do it all. Okay. Luzon, where's his location? Like it's larger than all of downtown. Greg ask ask Andrew what his location is. Uh, well, hang on. We so we got don't walk the park <laughs> nope. at night. Lawless. I just want to make sure I, I I got. We're gonna figure out what the aspect for it is. Lots I guess, of magic. Lots of magic. Okay, cool. The veil is thin here or something. Maybe. Lots of magic. Is the veil, okay. what veil? Uh, Andrew, you got a, a location that you want to pull from your backstory? Well, Andrew, yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. It's it's Chinatown, Jack. Uh, I'm writing the It's Chinatown is the name of this location. Can we smell full big Aspect, and Jack? So, there be big trouble there? Just so you know about Chinatown, Chinatown used to look like the rest of San Francisco. Ah, uh, but they forced all the Chinese people to live there because they wanted to keep them all together because they're racist. Um, during the okay. big 1906 earthquake and fires, uh, everything fell down, and they decided, hey, if they're gonna keep us all in this location, then let's bring people here. So they basically built fake China there. Every all so the style the there, there was, was the rebuilt after the earthquake. It was not even not the architecture that. of China at that time. It was the architecture of like China a hundred years ago and kind of made up China. So Chinatown is 
the China that the people of Chinatown perceived San Francisco wanted Chinatown to be so that they would go there and spend money. So it sounds like Chinatown Brilliant. is sort of like they sold out. a mask, right? It's yeah. Like, it's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all a deception. It's a facade. Yeah. And it's hiding French. the true What's nature the of Chinatown. I, I like that. We, if we go, we go deep. Just, yeah, go with that. Bring in the ancient the history of it. Ancient <laughs> by America's standards. Can the aspect um, be... Can the aspect be... What's the Chinese word for facade? <laughs> like the facade is only skin deep. As like the slogan to a movie about Chinatown. So you want it to be like a, a you know, like a, it's not a fake exterior, but like a, uh, but it's a, it's a, a facade. Oh, oh, look at Chinatown, yeah. look at Chinatown. Bad shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All like, things have happened. It's here. like everywhere, right? So like yeah. you walk into a shop and the person's like smiling at you and yeah. they're just like, you know, cocking their shotgun underneath. Yeah, there is a whole like so, so board of our general idea is that a facade hides what's really going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember like there was actually this like it was like maybe twenty or thirty years ago, the story of like there was a prominent like Chinese like fancy kind of restaurant and the gangsters would just go in there and shoot yeah. shoot guns and stuff. That, and then, I like that while yeah. happens all the time. While our yeah, last like three on on the surface what? sound fairly similar, we've got supernatural oh, contested territory, dangerous place to go. We've got don't walk the park at night, lawless with lots of magic. Sounds like a dangerous place to go. And Chinatown, as a facade hides what's really going on. While they're all like, there's just danger if you go to them, they all manifest in very different ways. Yeah. Um, different like kind the, of adventures. the park is like, you're just going to get straight up jumped by a freaking werewolf. But hey. supernatural contested territory is, you might end up in the crossfire of, of like a, a supernatural, you know, supernatural gang. gang war. And then Hashtag in the facade hides what's really going on, that's going to be much more, you're probably oh not going to get caught in the crossfire or jumped because the intrigue that's happening there is much more like subversive. Table, yeah. But your girlfriend might get kidnapped. No one's ever nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's never going to see uh, Absolutely. Yeah. 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 The violence that happens, yeah, I like it. The violence that happens in Chinatown is much more like, you don't notice it. Sinister. Yeah. It's, sin it's sinister. Can we call cool. Lopan? There's a character. <laughs> yeah. The face of Chinatown, Lopan. We just yeah. need a okay. trouble. He's, uh, he's uh, been around forever. David Lopan? Yeah. The rabbi? You know my location. Coma! Coma! And you know what's great? I had to double check. I'm really glad. I wasn't quite sure because it's a big map. Coma is here. Is All there... the brown, that's dead bodies. What, a, what about this Coma air. being it, something it like. Beyond Coma. It right being there. the kind of southern border of our map. One way to take it. It's the dead video. center of the city. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a border of the magic of the city. Like the it fact kind of that it's like edge. all dead people there. What if it? What if? Like what if it's like a grounding effect? Almost. Yeah. You know, like this. This zombie like, uprising from yeah. the story is actually not indicative of normal coma. Like, what if it's one of the reasons? What if what if they coma is one of the true. reasons that San like Francisco is safe. is one of the safer supernatural places it's to be? Because like, they removed because it, all the bodies. Yeah. Well, because it almost. But I like even well, that you, it, it sort of grounds, like, like spiritually grounds from the entire like because southern effect. It's almost it's like, like you have this whole peninsula here, and then basically right here, yeah, it's so all weird. grounded from the. I like that even the, like a supernatural creature literally couldn't physically move from south of coma through yeah. it because it's just such there's so such death like that, that that sort of extends into the like magical mm -hmm. weave and all the rest it's just like you like a dead zone yeah it's like a dead zone so, but yeah, not but but it's so concentrated and it's so massive that it sort of like spreads out and creates this shield of sorts not like I a like direct that. shield but like and it's just it makes Coming and then and then don't forget water grounds um, yeah. magic in the Dresden first like I hardcore mean, so, I think maybe so maybe this the... whole place 
this thing here, and it, then coma at the bottom. I, mean, I think you could even say coma running water, thick, specifically. thick, thick with uh, supernatural but energy. You, but even yeah. like running water, especially so, but water in general. Um, Wizard does not want to get attacked on a boat. I like okay. the idea. Even something like that zombie uprising might have been, you know, kind of a way to allow people to cross through. Like that was an opening. Maybe it was like, oh no, a zombie uprising. But in reality, like that was all these supernatural creatures were passing it through. Yeah. Um, I dig. Yeah. So is it like a wasteland, or is it just like it's dead? It's thick or... with supernatural energy. It's got. It's a. It's a. Um, it's what's, just cemeteries and car dealerships. What's the mechanical term no, where something really like, like absorbs excess electricity? Grounding. It's ground. Yeah. 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 Ground. Ground is 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 what you want, and it makes you you can't get electrocuted if you're you know. Kind of but the third but there's like an actual device that this actual thing right. It's not just called ground. This is static wristbands. Well, yeah, but it's and it's usually the effect is that grounds you like a device that does that. It has to connect to something. Right. You might be thinking of something specific, like but a resistor. A... I mean, a no. resistor limits the flow of limits the flow of electricity. Uh, the filament in the light bulb is a resistor. The coi- By coincidence, kind science. of. I mean, sort of. By yeah. science. But they're no. actual resistors, which is an actual. Yeah, there's also resistors. And that just What's limits. A capacitor. A capacitor know. stores energy and releases it in a burst when it's necessary. Prevents a paradox from stopping Doc Brown. What's a flux? <laughs> Um, a ground, when we're talking about electricity terms, ground is the closest thing we're talking about. Yeah. I like the idea that it's not that there's an excess of energy that blocks it. It is It is a grounding it's effect. It's just that it it's sucks it away. Uh, if a spirit were tr- a to try to cross it, black hole. it would just... Yeah, it's like a magical black hole. Supernatural like black hole. And so again, we're just going to write down the idea and come oh, up with the full It's an impassable layer. gate that it yeah. consumes all who try to cross it. Impossible. Yeah, it's, a, it's supernaturally grounding. And word up. If we don't do a field trip, I'm just going to Colma myself. I did look into the museum that's there. But the question is, maybe they moved it on purpose. Yeah, I take that. To try to absorb, maybe there's just like... Yeah, oh my god, the original original legislation to do that was not just a mortal thing. Is to create a wall of grounding energy. Supernatural grounding. Entering the town. So I, I didn't even occur to me that yeah, but look, right there. Water, water grounds, um, water grounds magic. And so three sides already blocked by magic, and now you got coma. It really isolates. It makes San Francisco Love almost it. a supernatural island. It just makes it a harder. And place. that's like Which right maybe here. that's part of why but it's everything's cool here. Yeah, that's and what Brisbane, saying, like, just keep why the fuck it all chill. Go there. Yeah, yeah. Just no one wants to see in Brisbane. Like, oh yeah. This is just like, I mean, like Brisbane. you could go over there, but people are like, I would rather just oh, yeah. get my I'd energy. I'd rather go to a cemetery. Demon that says, I will take over San Francisco. Wait, can't go through coma. Like, Wait, Brisbane is over there? Have you driven through there? <laughs> it's a super, oh, super boring drive. Never mind. Just a really boring drive. <laughs> yeah, I'll go south. Just rather there. take your fight somewhere else. I was thinking like, for like a theme. Go like, check. Because we have the Golden Gate. Thing? Like, yeah. if we consider it like a kind of shadow gate down there. <laughs> I am the king of the And like the water's like a blue gate. And even I wouldn't go there. Like, there's different types of like elemental gates that block off San Francisco. I like it. Let's keep thinking about it. And to anyone from oh, Brisbane, anyway. we don't apologize. Uh, supernaturally grounding, uh, southern uh, uh, creates southern wall, southern wall and island. Island creates of a peninsula becomes an island. Okay, so uh, Cassie, what's your location? Uh, well, Cassie. Uh, uh, the hate. She's got her shop. Cassie's only location here in the story really is uh, is a courthouse. But what about her shop? Yeah, her yeah. shop should be really important. That's a location that we want to go to. 
Yeah, I guess. Really? Cassie's shop? Yeah. You don't think that, like, her well, place of business is important? Well, you've described us as she's a person artifacts. you go to to get answers and do all this stuff. That's most likely going to happen at her shop, which there. is like a storehouse of magical implements. Oh, I need a name for the shop then, because it can't be Cassie's shop. Cassie's important. I thought it was just what? like literally uh, 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 Dumbledore's foreskin. <laughs> pirate store, San Francisco. I'm finding yeah, out what the what name the of the pirate store is. Wizards and Wingdings. Pirate store. So the name of the pirate store is the Pirate Supply Store. It's actually called A26 Valencia. In different cities, it's different themes because it's always in a financial area. So they always have to have a front for their education thing to be bad. So like in Chicago, it's like a superhero or a spy Mm. store. In New York, it's something different. Yeah, for anyone that forgot, yeah, the idea is they actually want to run a like non-profit education thing. The wizards. This is this this place really teaches kids to read. It's a whole like reading workshop. Yeah, by Dave. And it's an awesome shop because it actually is like a pirate chotchke shop. They sell. So the wizard supply store. So this is on our tour list. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I've been Perfect. there. It's cool. Yeah, yeah I have been. Uh, Kale wizard... and I went there for an alternate reality game that um, that we were running. The Wizard Supply Store. There's a thing where you have to pull a rope. They trick you into pulling a rope. I mean, the original is the Pirate Supply store, store, so the Wizard Supply uh, Store. It's the Wizard Supply Store. Yeah, of course. Uh, not an actual supply. I thought you were making up the whole time. That was the thing. There's a famous author. I think when we were talking about Pirate Store, it had something to do with you, Sam. It was started by Dave. Dave Pickers. Who are you? Yeah, have I mentioned my... Are you David? You know? From NPR Washington on Lakshmi's thing. <laughs> okay, so it's the wizard... The, the wizard supply store. What? Um, what's the general idea? Oh, uh... You tell us. Powerful people... It's here. like a storehouse of powerful, deadly items. For people in the know. For, for people those in the, in the know. know. It's like a weapons cache. For those in the know... It's the go-to place. Yeah, it's where people in the know neighborhoods. go. The people in the know. Where in the, the cool kids go. hang out. The know. It's cool wizards. Anonymity. It's Guaranteed. a no-go for people not in the know. No. But it's, it's a no But it's for, for those in the know. I, for the idea, because no I think it sums go. it up, I am writing the go-to place for holy hand grenades. Um, <laughs> so, uh... What's your location? Your one-stop shop for holy hand grenades. The street. Johnny Sausalito. Is it? Is it? Sausalito? (laughs) Do we want it to be in Sausalito? Uh, It would be across the bay. I am curious. You guys, you were in a gang. You were in a gang. Does San Francisco actually have gangs? Yes. Every Uh, single city on the planet. Are there like low-income areas that are like really ugly and bad in San Francisco? Tenderloin. Mission Street used very much so. Okay. There's uh, definitely places uh, in San Francisco as, you as don't want to walk San out Francisco at night. Including Golden Gate Park. The Tenderloin is called as such because the hazard pay for the cops who worked there allowed them to get the Tenderloin, the higher cut of meat, Okay. when they would go out to eat. Just like any other city, the bad right? area of town used to be Ouch. this. <laughs> and then artists started renting the cheap rent in this area. And then businesses came to serve the artists in this area, <laughs> and then the yuppies moved then into the higher end happened and in this area, crappy. which is the story of gentrification. And then the gays. <laughs> Don't get me started. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Johnny Sausalito, your story was uh, the book. It, it, didn't, it wasn't unique to a location. Yeah. We don't have to pull a location from every person's story. It's just a good prompt what? to get the ideas flowing. Like his mom's home. His what? It's mom's home. Just have it there. Are we gonna have He's intrigue gonna have or fights there? 
where? The, the that, that's the idea for locations. We're thinking of like yeah. stuff. Yeah. But where? Where? Uh, it could just be home. a cool No, I thought the mom something was a joke. It could, you yeah. could just yeah. make yeah. a cool place to fight. You could too. have just like a really cool apartment that well, you guys could hang out in. I, I think if we're gonna, if it doesn't immediately pull from your story, let's move to the next thing. Yeah, Sam, Sam gave a great list of prompts. We don't need to pull yeah. from backstories because it just happens that we already set stories in some locations yeah. and it makes sense that we now define yeah. them as recurring. One thing I want to say is the place that we had an encounter in the trial of the game was simply a Costco. An after-hours Costco. An after-hours Costco. Costco. And the fact that it didn't have a huge amount of story behind it, but it was just a good example of, like, Costco is a place you want to have a fight. Yeah, it's so, cool. to so that, to there that is a San Francisco Costco. So to that point, let's let's talk about how we got Chinatown, which is, like, a, a very, like, on-the-streets location. It spans a few blocks, right? Mission Street, same. Golden Gate Park, same. Big, huge area. Um, we have Como, which is an entire, like, city-slash-area there. Our only two like specific locations is Smuggler's Cove, a safe spot, um, and the Wizard Supply Store, more or less a safe spot. USF? Oh, I'm sorry. University of San Francisco is uh, is a uh, another like much more specific location. Um, I think we will those more specific ones will come up as we go. Yeah, but the idea is let's define yeah. some now, and that okay. is where they will come up. But do we want to look at are... the movers and shakers? Do we want to look at anything else? That's a good question. Yeah, yeah, that, that was Sam's. That was Sam's next prompt. So yeah. I, I was just giving an overview of the types of locations we have now. Yeah. Um, more than half of them are like sort of large swath neighborhoods. So I think it makes sense to like try to focus a couple more like specific locations, like Dan said, the Costco. Yeah. If we wanted to set some set a encounter in something like a Costco, we don't. We have a University of San Francisco, which would serve well, but that's sort of the only location that really makes sense for that. And I think it'd be great to have a couple other locations that make sense for that. Golden our Gate other Park one, could work pretty, pretty well, too. Our other one was the Embarcadero, which worked well. Yeah. We had the pier. It's true, or oh, we have the pier. Shakers. So, our movers and shakers, we have um, like politicians. Water-related. Okay. Eh. We have Cron 4. So we could have Cron 4's place, but that's not like a giant mover. Yeah, we're not going to be going to them. They're going to be coming to different scenes. Yeah. yeah. Political activists um, sort of can be anywhere in the city. Yeah. We have the cops. Again, they, they go anywhere. Hobo News, again, not really a location. Big Dumb Dangerous Beast is a big thing. Hipster Wizards. That's an organization that could have more of a specific if location. If we but... want a location for the activists, we could have an Occupy encampment. Or a coffee shop or something. Yeah. Or a coffee shop. A notable coffee shop could be yeah. interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna at least take notes on ideas. Drink. Do we want our San Francisco to be in the middle of an Occupy movement? Corpse Cops. That, that's that's kind of done, right? It, that's not going it on does anymore. It, it is 100% done, and the theme. I feel like that would draw from a theme or threat that we already made and we didn't. It's sort of creating a much large, like, it's sort of fabricating a new. Important okay. plot point in the city. Pretty cool. There's like I like coffee shop though. Homeless encampments though too. That's there are homeless encampments for sure. Yeah, and those are kind of always. Well, continuing along with the movers and shakers. So I, I got I got the homeless the encampment shop. would tie into the red court is feeding on the homeless. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. so as we go over there, so and your soup we, kitchen thing. We've got red court, right? Yeah. So we definitely red court has homeless themes, uh, which which draws in soup kitchens homeless and stuff. Encampment, nice. So we certainly could have a major, either a notable homeless encampment, which actually, that's a great location for a lot of reasons. I mean, yeah. I mean it ties into the red court in a big way. We should definitely do that. I mean, we drive yeah. by a great one every day. The city is, we is do drive by forcing the homeless into a certain place where they allow the red court. Uh, to I'm going to Google um, SF homeless, homeless, I think, yeah, homeless I think. 
Yes. Uh, and camp. Yelp, San Francisco shanty. Uh, yes. Wait, wait, SF shanty We literally do on the way in our usual route um, over in Petrero Hill or coming towards Petrero Hill. There's like a nice like a bunch of tents that are just. It's a good shanty town. Looks like uh, looks like a casino and general casting. It's great. General casting. General casting. It's a phrase I started using army. more and more often. I really like. Guy in the army. General casting. General casting. What? I only accept men who fit a certain stereotype in my unit. It's a phrase I heard recently, and I've started using it more and more as just stereotypical. I need, you know, I need a homeless man from general casting. It's a mumbling, yelling guy with a beanie, and he's got fingerless gloves, and he's got a cup. General Boom. General casting. What are you trying to say, Dan? <gasps> what are you trying to say? You need your fingerless gloves, because that ties it together. I'll just be fingerless. Oh, God. You should be fingerless. <laughs> you just have parts. I don't that know where the homeless fingerless There's a lot of just do homeless. the encampment, like, underneath the... What would yeah. be an interesting I one? Yeah, I think for yeah. now... There, let's the see where that is. Beneath yeah, the 101. I want that. I want that scene. I think uh, for now, just saying. I think saying homeless... beneath the 101 is very uh, evocative. Beneath the Bay Bridge. Yeah. Beneath the Bay Bridge. That's oh, nice. Exactly oh. That, this, bridge. this one is beneath the Bay Bridge, and it's definitely and it's a growing. We got some warm weather coming up. They're gonna do great. Yeah. Well, it's springtime. It's only gonna get nicer. I love the idea at night to no. the red court vampire swooping down from beneath the bridge. It's like camping every day. I guess there will. People, <laughs> true. People no love running water or hot food. Surrounded by buildings. <laughs> you know what people say. One like, of the articles talking about this says these days, however, it's as much a monument to everything that has failed in the city's homeless policy. Very nice. That's a good aspect. Oh yeah, Perfect. especially um, with the Super Bowl stuff. Anyway, let's uh, get it. So, so we had Super Bowl City. Not bad. Good thing I got that there. Thank you. Yeah. And a dead land on the remote. Let's have a game Dan to take have place. Use yeah. the eraser thing with him. All. Let's I had it game ready for his spill. during you the were, Super Bowl. You were prepared. Didn't even get on the map. Let's have our game take place during the Super Bowl. Just our entire campaign takes place on a Sunday. On a Sunday, on a Sunday during those three hours. Each episode is going to be a very like quick couple minutes. Why do I get some lunch? Yes. So All right, done with that. The season. Bay Bridge is here, so we're basically talking about this area here. Cool. Wait, okay. that's the Bay Bridge? Yeah. Kidding. Okay. So the Bay, Bay Bridge, Bridge I yeah. think, is a perfect location. Uh, homeless. Should we call it a shanty town? Yes, please. Would that be offensive to shanties? Is shantytown an offensive term before mm, I write no. it on the paper? I don't no. think so. And it's very evocative. A shanty is a uh, type of house, I think. Just oh, making sure. I only know shantytown like, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and 50% of what they say well, is yes. pretty offensive. <laughs> so if I learned it from It's Always Sunny, I like to double check it. Greg, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to use the term shantytown with a homeless person. Gauge their reaction. Just be like, so how's your shantytown? No, I'm fingerless. What? And if he says, you know what, the conditions are actually getting worse, thanks for asking, you'd be like, cool. Okay, if he says, me. that's our word! <laughs> we'll erase we it from the paper, replace if it with If he says nothing people. and just charges at you, probably don't <laughs> say that again. Or maybe you find a different homeless guy. Just that was just a, that just wasn't a, a good guy. one to ask. Um, let's go uh, Shantytown. Shantytown beneath the Bay Bridge. Dan, if you turn into a wolf, you're dreaming. I'm a dream. 
Not again. Where dreams go to die. Um, as I wrote this, which is actually really long, I realized we do need to give that shantytown a name, even if it doesn't have one in real life. How about shantytown? Because shantytown beneath Bay Bridge is the description of the name. But again, we can come up with that. How about Shanksville? Underbridge. The idea is obviously it's a. No roof. Well, we should tie in the red court heavily to this one, right? So it's like. The bloody Dreamsville. I really like the idea that the city we're past the name. has we're just forced them the to big come rock here. Mountain. Okay, we're past the name. The city has foresight due to zoning laws. city says, hey, yeah, you can be beneath the bridge because that's where the Red Court feeds on them. The food court. Like, it's a oh, Red Court feeding So the Red zone. Court have... Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, they're involved in it. So it makes their, like... Red Court feeding ground. Red Court smorgasbord. Mm. It's the feeding ground. Red Court's okay. feeding ground. The cat's a buffet. And they swoop down from the bridge. And the Red Court actually charge fly. Red Court. Uh, snakes bungee jump over the bridge. They base jump in. Wingsuits. <laughs> they, they can fly. They turn into, I thought you said that the Red Court were like no. the creepy vampire bat. The, they are, but the Black Court are the ones that straight turn into like Mr. Oh, bats and stuff. Because Black, Black Court is Dracula. Black Court is like classic vampires. Black Court yeah. is Dracula, where like is Black literally. Where is Black Court here? Black Court is uh, is wiped out. They got wiped out because they are classic vampires, and everyone knows how to kill them. So in the fiction, it's one of my absolute favorite things in the Dresdenverse. Bram Stoker's Dracula was written by someone in the know, and published it as a work of fiction to educate the public on how to kill Black Court vampires, and it caused the actual Black Court court to get nearly wiped out from the face of the planet because your everyday person being like oh garlic is bad for vampires and like steak through the heart that was all how you actually killed them and it revealed basically all their secrets so those that did encounter vampires so knew how to kill them because no matter because no matter what you say if someone with big fangs came at you and said i want to suck your blood you'd go for the garlic you'd be like just you know gonna in case and then when it works like, no, you kill the vampire no. and you're like oh Maybe. Mr. Vampire. Repeat that a thousand times, and Black Court Vampires are wiped out. In the idea of the books being knowledgeable, one of the various iterations of Jensen in my mind was a hobo with a shotgun who had a copy of the role-playing books. Yes. You you should do that, because these books are in fiction. That's their whole So the time. reason why he was a lore master, because he knew all the books. So, um, and he only knew what was in the books. In case you haven't read the That's very, true. very first page of the book, it mentions the Bram Stoker Dracula served as this manual, caused people to kill the Black Court. This book is written by the in-fiction plucky vampire crew that play role-playing games in the book. Plucky and vampire um, crew. They, uh, they said, let's make a role-playing game to serve the same purpose that Bram Stoker's Dracula did to educate the general public. They um, failed to understand that tabletop role-playing doesn't have an ex like extraordinarily massive appeal, like a fictional book like Dracula does. Um, or fiction book, but anyway, so that that's the Just that's wait, the framed so narrative. Oldman, please cook so in the, a movie. So the framed narrative is that these books are in fiction, are in fiction to serve as a manual for that. So actually, I think bringing that in is picture perfect. I think you should do that. That isn't what I went up doing. You, I, I, I thought about doing not too late. Rudger Hauer's hobo with a shotgun, oh who has a copy of the Dresden Files role playing game books. You. He's like a college student or whatever. He could still have the Judgment Files. I mean, that's entirely possible that, that he would have it, especially since we're monster hunters and like, like Fleming was like, this is a, a lot of this is way too accurate for the general population. It, it's meta, but it's also explicitly 
in yeah. that fiction. So I, I do like it if you want to go with it. I, I'd be, I have, I have no problem with him having access to the books. I yeah. think, I, I think it's great. Play as his uncle whenever he plays? I think it's very, very, I think it's very clever. We yeah. can't be the first ones with that idea. Yeah. But it's very clever. Um, okay, so we've location. got Shantytown beneath Bay Bridge. I'm going to keep going over our movers and shakers. We've got the White Court of Knob Hill. We haven't brought them in in a big way, although they were in um, they were in Luzong's story. What about some kind of cool mansion? And I don't want to put Knob Hill because that's again just a whole other neighborhood. What about a white court mansion? It's interesting. They're sort of the seductresses. Maybe they have like a strip club. You could. I was about to say it could be it could be a strip club, um, a strip club or a, a brothel or an escort Do service. Because I would see Knob Hill as escort service rather than strip club. Something very seedy. We don't have a truly seat. We haven't. Oh yeah, well, he was really not seedy. But yeah, but what I like about White Court is generally oh, they're not, not seedy. That's right, not seedy. Yeah. they're high class hookers. But yeah, yeah. high class. So what because would be high class? because the White Court. Part of what the White Court is before they uh, drain your life essence through sexual energy, it will be the best night of your life, and then you will how die. But it will you... be the like it'll be not the worst way you could have gone. So how out. would you hide and? Escort service in fancy San Francisco. It would be online. Maybe, but this location is a way. Can we do this? Battle online. What if there's like a secret app? That makes sense. Like a cyberspace. But remember, magic and technology don't mix. So the but their clients might not be able to. Wizards and technology. Wizards and technology. It's mostly like werewolf hackers. I think an app is a great idea, but we want a location we can go to and do things at. So it could be the the escort service, the big, big, classy, big operation escort service. It has a has a legitimate front that is able to, you know. Yeah. What would be? Well, they also don't necessarily kill you every single time. Like they yeah. can feed on a oh, person. Yeah, yeah. Oh, repeat clientele is I'd a very common thing. Fancy ass escort yeah. service. Write that down for now. Uh, we can come up with a cool yeah. front for it and stuff like that. Because there's something, there's something clever there. So we'll go. So we can the ladies are to die for. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah. Uh, in the theme of it being all real things, you should just look up if if it's. It should be easy enough to find a we big name escort service and just have that, and we'll just we, take that. We should. We need to know what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should do that. You should do that at work. Just give me like one I mean, weekend. I'll come I back. I thought escort service is like uh, you, Kayla, go you know out that I prefer. Come look at this hair messed up, guys. I think I got a location for us. Yeah, CD ones. Your money goes further. I got twenty bucks. And a whole lot of time. Can that be the theme? Look, I just <laughs> like it more. Hey, Dresden Files just retweeted uh, retweeted our Gone Live thing. Oh, You're God. writing that right about now. <laughs> Geeks. Uh, it could be this, which I saw in LA. <laughs> topless maids. Topless maids, 99 bucks. Um, I... Hot topless. That was just a thing in. That was just a That's thing in. Uh, a uh, Broad I City. I wish I had that domain. That was like episode two of Broad City. Um, Hot topless. Okay, so so high class escort service. I like. Uh, really works really well as a as a white court. Um, we should just call it Craigslist. A white court location. <laughs> just all of Craigslist. The location is Craigslist. Yes, casual encounters. Um, so in our in our theme you're, is. You're on the white list. Uh, obviously, our our the threat white. there is that it's it's a white court. Yeah. White court um feeding ground. Fine. Actually, we have our red court feeding ground. White court feeding ground. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. 
the Fey kind of focus on the. Golden I don't know Park. what the Fey want. Um, no, we haven't in, in even. In terms of locations, they focus on. We haven't even Park put them as one of our movers and shakers yet. Mostly because I feel like we've got a lot of big ones, and the Fey. We also don't have the white ones. I feel so much responsibility trying to represent the Fey because they've become such an important I feel force. Like the in the world. Well, we also don't have the white ones. Hang on, Kalen. Instead of saying the Fey, you have like one specific guy. Yeah, that's something we could do. Richard Fey. Yeah, the argument that it's, they're a major player in the books is also a good reason to include them because they are a super important part. I feel like that can I, I see too as something that we stumble into them. We're, we're hunting the, the Red Court, they go into Central Park. Uh oh, big dumb beast! Because the Fey are here. I would love um, to do Are we ever doing any fair. stuff in the Never Never? We have nine. Uh, at our power level, I would say no. Not okay. at the beginning. Never Never is like, it's more of a more of a heavyweight thing. Okay. You gotta Not be a pretty never trained never. wizard to be able to open a way. Um, uh, so it just makes sense that it's just not a thing that, like, you guys have heard of it. The Never Never is absolutely a thing, but we don't know about it. Because yeah. we've not heard So we've got nine locations. I think that might be a fine starting point. Sure. Yeah. We, we focused a couple down into more specific places, like the Shantytown and the high-class escort services. That gives us some good indoor locations, because we've also got the University of San Francisco. We've got our more or less safe locations, like Smuggler's Cove and the Wizard Supply Store. Um, we've got our big, like, swath, dangerous places to be, like Mission Street, Chinatown, Golden Gate Park. And we've got the place that don't, that, we've got places like Colma that aren't mm. even, like, a specific threatening place. They're just important for how yeah. the city functions. Do you want um, to throw the San Francisco Police Department on there? Um, I'll put that as another question mark up here. Coffee shop, question mark, and S. Because I, I want Phil's. If we're doing coffee shop, I want it to be Phil's. Uh, um, question, we're about out of time. What is left in our prep before we start having a session phase? We need yeah. faces are, are still? We, are we ready next um, So next we week? want to attach a, a face to each location. Okay. Um, which are our faces. We can also add a standalone face uh, if there's anything that seems important that we're missing. Like it might make sense to define a politician. Uh, like probably each of the Deadly. movers and shakers ought... I'll read the... We'll, we'll copy-paste the prompt into Slack. But I assume that like... Each of our movers and shakers, there should probably be a face, so that when you guys go to do something with the Hobo News, there should be a uh, person that we've already defined who has an, a single aspect that defines sort of who they are that serves as that person. Um, it helps not having to make up a lot of things on the fly and gives more character to each of our movers and shakers, Good. the ones that don't have it already. So I think we can, um, we'll, we'll put all this in Slack and we'll start sort of brainstorming it yeah. there. And, um, Great idea. Question is, are we playing like rolling dice next week? We're rolling we... dice next week. We finished. All right. Okay. I like we, I mean, that. we we need to flesh out like specific aspects and stuff, but we could start playing even if we didn't do that. Coma's gonna have a a graveyard keeper, grave digger, like. So that's die. it. City and character creation finished. Well done. Huzzah! Good job, everybody. I Good think we have a phenomenal Hooray. San Francisco My to begin playing next quote week. of the night. What can you release? to make a succubus more powerful. <laughs> <laughs>